Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Pulse. <laughs> hey, Scott. My God. My God, Brett. Brett, like are you Scott. okay? What the hell? <laughs> he's he's, he's uh, not feeling well. He's sick. Oh, don't, don't, like tell, don't tell me he's got what I think he's got. You forgot he got COVID, does he? Small detail. We forgot to hook up the doll. You forgot to hook up the doll. <laughs> Hey, 
Scott, okay, you know well, everyone um, from that song. You um, know it. What George the hell? Who chose the music? I did. George uh, is dancing. I, I'm hosting the show. I get to choose the damn music. Oh, God. <laughs> this is why the show's going to go downhill now. Everybody get out. <laughs> because he played a girl song even abbott wanted to get out <laughs> i don't even like this song i don't even like this song <laughs> but everybody was loving it oh well i guess this is gonna be a week uh brett i hope you're listening in i hope you get better soon and click on the link to join the baseball league for crying out loud you and miss Susie. Is Brett sick? Yeah, he's 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 down for the count. He, he'll, One, uh, two, he'll, he'll probably three, he'll probably yeah. come in for phases here and there. Oh, poor Brett. Yeah, see what yeah, he's really not doing well. Sick. If you have the flu, get ivermectin, man. You know what I did when I had COVID. the flu? I had COVID vites from Doctor Stella. I had ivermectin, and then I had the spike support from Doctor Peter McCullough. Knocked it out within 24 hours. Well, Dr. Proof, thank you very much, Amber May. You're welcome. Your medical moment from the pulse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, should we all just introduce ourselves so that way, you know, just kill right down the line here? Because <laughs> Brett usually just does the introduction, so why not have... Sure, why, why don't you... George, why don't you do the introductions tonight? No. Really? Yeah, George, oh, you do the inter- no, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can yeah, introduce no, yeah. ourselves. We can introduce I'll be ourselves. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have your own show, so I don't let me do the introduction. Yeah, but I know you'll Ms. be you'll say something smart. Yeah, that's why I chose him. Thank you. Thanks, Scott. So, so let's see. Let's pick someone down the line first. So I will skip Brett because he's sick. I will skip me. I'll save the best for last. Uh, Miss Herbal talks. Miss Shelby. Everybody say hi to Miss Shelby here tonight. Welcome, Shelby. Thank you, y'all. See, that was nice. And you give me the better down. No problem. Uh, We also got the host tonight, Scott, who's taking over for Brett. Say. Hello to Scott. Hey, Scott. Hello, Howdy, everybody. <laughs> thank you for thank you for filling in for Brett and everything who is under the weather. Uh, we also had Abrett. Don't run away now. Just say hi. Stick around. It'll get better. Hi, I hope. Hi, Abrett. <laughs> hi, Abrett. I like that. She says hi to herself. Oh, ain't that cute? And we got Miss Sweet Amber May with the love with a tight end hi, over there. Amber. That's right. Hello, hi, Amber hello. May. Hey, Shelby. We also got BP who's on there. Brian's down there. Oz, Oz, we promise we this won't get any gayer. So you can stick around and don't do your own show. We got Dane on there as well. Uh, I'm sure Russ and everybody in company might come in somewhere down the line. And uh, we also <clears throat> can't forget this is, it is Heel Club, as everybody used to call me, Rhode Island Red. And tonight, as always, it's George. Welcome, everybody. Yes, hey, welcome. George. 
Hello, hello. See now, Shelby, are you doubting me for saying something not nice to people? How dare no, you? No, I was rude. sincere. I said hello, George. Hey, now, was, George. That, how, was that how, insincere? How did you get the name Heel Club? Uh, it's a thing that me and some of the guys used to uh, do with the baseball leagues and everything. So we're just like a little clique together. We all have a bunch of people on there. So me and three other guys have all been baseball, baseball uh, fantasy owners. And we've been always around for the last eight or nine years. So we just decided, you know what, form a heel club group. And uh, oh. we've been friends for now like nine going ten years strong. So, so when you own a fantasy football team or league it's called a heel club no uh, no it's just a bunch of owners and baseball league and everything that we've been we, we own like different teams but we have connections of one baseball league and we have ownerships at all of them so i did not know it was called a heel club okay so i learned yeah that's the, that's the name of the group and that's why i took the name on here originally so okay yeah, uh, Scott and Brett know who a couple of them are because they're in actually a football league. Uh, Nate and Nick Murray are right. part of that group. Mm. Yeah, they they had their battles in football with them. Yeah, we did. Absolutely, we did. Yeah. And you're going to have battles with Nate in our baseball league that everybody's going to be signing up and finishing up. That the league is all set, ready to go. The points are set. The rosters are set. I know there's a lot of people who joined already, got their names on their teams all set. Now we just have to pick a day for a draft. And this will be interesting to do. Because once we have to do a draft, everybody has to be in. And once the person is in, when it comes up with your name, you have to select the players for the teams that we did weeks ago. Cool. Yeah. So, um, no grabbing Brad, anybody else. Brad, if you, if if uh, you you can uh, see if uh, South Osman wants to come up to the panel, um, since I don't have invite control. He didn't give you that. Oh. No, no. How? 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 I no, 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 no. How, how is he going to give me that? Well, can't I mean, have you dual, dual people hosting a show at once. Well, I thought he might give you his username and password so you can log in. Yeah, that's what no, I thought. No, no, no. No, no, I don't want that anyway. No. You, don't, you don't want that kind of power? No, no. He doesn't want all the control. I want, I want, I want to <laughs> complain about, uh, yeah, I want to complain about, like, lack of, avail like, availability. And... That makes Just sense. Just like Eeyore would. Makes sense. Oh, my gosh. Well, Talking no, I was uh, and I was actually going to uh, do a little bit of news here since people seem to like that. Hey, go with the news. Go with the flow. Are you going to talk about how the judge got after Donald Trump today and almost kicked him out of court? No, I wasn't, actually. I don't even know anything about that. Let's see. I was going to start with this story, actually. Um, sorry, I, I have to. This is really weird to do on a phone. <laughs> uh, 
Well, oh, well, oh, we'll help. Oh, we'll help. Breaking news. <laughs> Somebody get a drum roll, please. <laughs> okay, so this is the latest that I saw. This is uh, the executive director of California's LGBTQ plus Rainbow Resource Center. Uh, he was uh, arrested this evening on suspicion of eliciting sex with a minor. So, what's the Rainbow Resource Center? Uh, some state-funded garbage. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Sounds it. <laughs> right. Um, but I, I thought I'd start off with something, you know, nice and soft. <laughs> well, in a way, you kind of did. You know, yeah, yeah. So I, I did. Um, I, I did notice that nobody seems to be uh, really paying attention to uh, this this war with uh, that that we're prompting against the the Houthis. Oh yeah, uh huh. Yeah. And no one's really talking about. I thought maybe I'd play a clip. Yeah, you know the only person I know who's talking about is Ben. Ben, uh, what's his name? Ben from uh, Daily Wire. Ben. Oh, Shapiro. Yep. Shapiro. Oh yeah. He's the yeah. only one I know talking about it. I was supposed to go there, and I just don't know if I'm going. What? You're gonna go Israel. to Yemen? No, Israel. No, don't go to Israel right now. No, you're nuts. Uh, no, Amber May. You wanted no. to go to my cousin's wedding, so well, yeah, you, you'd be you'd be safer so in right Iran. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah hey, so that's well, good. You're going to talk about the Houthis because he's the only welcome, one I know. Russ, how are you, boy? Right. Well, I have a clip I'll play. Um, yeah, th this was uh, this was this evening. Uh, so the U.S. Uh, strikes the new Houthi targets in Yemen. So here is that story. Breaking news from the Mideast. Tonight, a U.S. official tells CBS News the military has launched another round of strikes targeting Houthi-controlled territory in Yemen, specifically targeting sites prepared to launch attacks. Now, this comes after a U.S. cargo ship was hit today by a suicide drone fired by the Houthis. There are no reports of injuries. Earlier today, the U.S. announced that it is putting the Houthis back on a list of global terrorists and is aiming to cut off the Iranian-backed group's funding with sanctions. The Houthis have been targeting commercial ships, avenging Israel's crackdown on Hamas. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, so it really does seem like we're just straight up starting a, a war. Um, yeah, I know, another one. And and this has been, <laughs> you know, during the Trump administration, this was ongoing. This whole thing was happening in live time. The Houthis were, and the, the Saudis were attacking each other constantly. The Houthis were doing terrorism, terror-like terrorist type attacks. They were blowing up hospitals. That was like their cool thing that they liked to do was was blow up each other's hospitals because, you know, nothing's more satisfying than trying to target sick and ill people. But, um, yeah, and then it kind of died off. It, it died off during the end of Trump's administration. Um, didn't hear about it in the beginning of Biden's administration. And... Now we're in that play where we're attacking them now, which is really strange to me. Well, that's only because they started at first, wasn't it? I think they started at first. Well, it doesn't Maybe matter. The if they, they, it doesn't they, matter. We're, start, they, we're involved, apparently. 
yeah yeah they they uh they're they're attacking us because we're there in the first place. aren't you so glad that we're there during a guy who we all know isn't really running things and the secretary of defense goes missing like aren't you so glad we're almost in the middle of three wars between ukraine yeah, the, uh, the middle people? east and maybe taiwan don't you guys all feel so wonderful at this point in time yeah know. but you know who, you know if i if if trump gets back in office you know who's going to get the blame for this it sure tell ain't going to be biden no oh, exactly it should be biden because biden it should, well it up. should be yeah but it's not gonna be it's gonna be you can't blame trump something for, you can't blame trump for stuff to happen a year before the election oh, they'll even regardless if you jump on the right wing train or not they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to blame trump for this because by the time november rolls around we'll either be knee deep in a fucking war already right or we won't even be over there anymore. So it's what if that's the, the plan? So we don't have an election to change the hands uh, yeah, of power. I think that's what it's going to be. It's, yeah, it, just just because we're at war with a country in the Middle East doesn't mean that oh, we okay. can't have oh, a, a change where, of regime. Where my it's not World War Three. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't this, this isn't a Roosevelt situation where Congress would sign off on keeping someone in office. You're not going to have a Republican-led Congress vote to keep Biden in office. Right. I hope so, Russ. I that kind of, that kind of, you're, you're right, Russ. It destroyed that plan, right? I hope so, Russ. Right. Oh, and ladies and gentlemen, I, I forgot because the, the president can't do that himself. Congress would, Congress would have to vote on that. Right. That's true. No, I'm sorry, George. I have a family yeah. and a whole life that goes on outside of this place. My bad. No, we'll no, it's wrong. okay. But we did introductions, and we forgot to do yours, so I have to do the introduction. No, I don't, you I don't need one. Mr. I'm outside of, I'm no, outside of Mr. fucking outside normal. normal. You're gonna get a special introduction from me. Don't need one. Whether you like it or not, Russ. <laughs> that's only when you show up to the show, George. <laughs> I had to do that. My bad, Russ. You know, that's I have fantastic. to. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not upset, man. It only happens that, when you show up. Is that, that the uh, was that the official war song of the Houthi? You, <laughs> you know, it's funny that you brought up Yemen, though. I was talking about that earlier when they were talking about Pakistan and the army that Pakistan uh, may or may not have, and how many troops that Pakistan actually has hidden away or squirreled away over there in Yemen. Um, Yemen seems to be a uh, a nice little place to just drop off terror cell groups. Right. If, uh, if you don't want to claim them to your country. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I right. think it's like so a too. Bunch of get-togethers and everything. Over there. I mean, I, I I like Yemen. I like a little Yemen with my iced tea. I mean, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm wrong kind of Yemen, but yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Not so the I Yemen some, with haggis and mash. I, 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 no, I, I, I I'm, the, sure uh, that, I'm sure that all the English drink a little Yemen with their Earl Grey. <laughs> I love it. Just as asked, uh, King Henry. I, I threw some uh, <laughs> documents in the chat. Um, this is the real Biden's real war. Um, so the federal government is uh, was found out that they've been flagging transactions using terms like MAGA and Trump. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the thing that's actually crazy about this story is things that they were queuing into the same category. 
they were things like Cabela's. Cabela's, I love Cabela's. Okay. And, well, and and Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, no, really? Did, did you notice today, Scott, that they uh, that the J J E uh, Carroll uh, trial that they got going on right now against Trump for defamation? Um, the judge limited what Trump could say back in his own defense at the very mm -hmm. beginning of this trial. I heard that too. While, oh. while they, they put her on the stand today to testify in this defamation trial, I didn't realize you could spend three and a half hours defaming someone if you're suing them for defamation. Mm. Um, that really just, that, But that's what she did for three and a half hours. She got up there and just defamed the crap out of Trump, or tried to, tried to yeah, defame and Trump. Trump. Was Trump. Getting threatened to be thrown three out. hours doing that. That's ridiculous. Of the court case. He was right, getting threatened the whole time by the judge. Now, who was this? It was it's the a, lady. Go ahead. It's a, it's a defamation trial that's going on right now. And right. Um, her, her name's Carol is her last yep, name. Carol. She. she she said that uh, Trump had uh, defamed her um, while stealing her money is what she's claiming kind of thing. Um, and um, at the beginning of the trial, uh, the judge told Trump that he would be limited in his testimony and his ability to defend himself pretty much in this trial. But that that's, um, that's okay um, because legally the judge can do that in a civil trial. But what gets me is the judge – <clears throat> limited his testimony while giving her three and a half hours just to right. sit there and defame right. Trump yep. while suing for defamation. It just uh -huh. blows my mind that that's even possible. Well, why is she even there? That what doesn't do make any... It has to do with the sex thing that happened in the 90s. Oh, so this isn't this isn't the New York trial. No, this no. is not the Annie Willis one. Oh, I thought no, I thought no, she I already this, won. I think this is a no, no. That's why I thought, I thought I thought he paid her. her. Yeah, I thought he was already told. This, 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 I think this no, this, this trial just this trial started, just started uh, Monday. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody check the I can't. Echoes, I don't know what state it is. It's either Maryland or Virginia where she's doing. I can't remember. But it's a whole nother trial. Well, it doesn't mean much. Um, I saw this today. You know how much I love uh, hey, news from, on, from how are ya? Yeah, yeah, news from Germany. Um, I love Arnold, uh, man. So, so Germany has uh, initiates criminal tax proceedings against Arnold Schwarzenegger. Customs caught him with an undeclared luxury watch at the Munich airport. Oh, <laughs> A spokesman for the main customs office in Munich. <laughs> we have initiated the crime criminal proceedings under tax law. The watch should have been declared because it is an import. Schwarzenegger had to pay 35,000 euros, including fine and could leave. Right. So, Boy, that's a slap in the face. He doesn't like Donald Trump. That's oh, all I know. Of course, he's and he didn't that. like us having our own rights during COVID. No, Schwarzenegger is uh, he, he ran as a Republican actually. He's just uh, yeah, more. He yeah, I he was a he, he's yeah, actually he's, a he's, he's, he's actually more. That. No, he's a Republican. No, he's a George Bush style Republican more so than a Trump style mm -hmm. Republican. Um, oh, okay. <coughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a different base. 
Right. Never dumper. Yeah, never dumper. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what else I have here. Let's you guys love the German news. I sight. Oh wait a minute, never mind. <laughs> so I saw I saw oh that's it's it's me. It's probably it's probably me. Um, <laughs> probably hearing it because my microphone is too close to my ear. So there oh, is okay. this crazy missile. Um, so the German parliament uh, has rejected a draft resolution on transferring the Taurus cruise missiles to Ukraine. 485 voted against it, 178, four, and three abstained. So this was in an effort to, you know, start start getting a little more crazier with the Ukraine war. So watch too much Star Wars. Right, right. Taurus cruise it missile. It looks like it though. Believe it or not, that how they have the designs like that too. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty little piece of equipment, man. Imagine if they yeah. fell in the right hands. Yeah, probably. Was probably that a three D printer? Looks like it. Well, it's a three D picture of the real like model. AI. Is. Look at yeah. an AI picture. Yeah. yeah, I've been I've been hearing that. I mean, obviously, Ukraine is kind of just sitting there. Um, you know, sitting there like a, like a, I guess, what's the term? Dead duck. (laughs) No one's giving them any more money. And Russia is just camping out at this point in the Ukraine. It's not a good scenario. And I don't know if you guys heard about that journalist who was tortured to death. Excuse me. I did 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 see see Russia had had, uh, Russia had to scramble 30,000 troops over this over past weekend in right. Ukraine-controlled territory in order to keep it. So it's this is a story that's really been brushed under the rug. There was a U.S. journalist who was over there reporting on where the weapons were going that we were sending over there. Well, he was arrested. He was starved to death. He was beat. And he was tortured till he was dead. Who captured, Who captured him? him? Ukrainian <laughs> government. <laughs> Why? They don't want the yeah. truth coming out to the American people. Well, the thing is, is that That's under, right. if you That's took right. this back to like even five years ago, the, the US, people of the U.S. would have been absolutely psychotic over hearing that country took one of our journalists and murdered them just straight up. Um, but now it's not a big deal because what he was reporting wasn't necessarily positive news for the Biden administration. So they just don't care. Mm. They actually found this to be a win. This American was killed. That's my point. Like the truth was going to come out about where our money is going, where our weapons are going and nobody, not the Ukrainians nor the, the Biden administration wanted that coming out. So no. they whack them. That's the old tale, as old as time. When they don't like you, they whack you. Yep. And we've got we've got this guy, Mister Mister Lincoln. I think that uh, hey, it's Mister Personality. 
I, I don't think they mind Ukraine killing off that journalist at all. Um, no. But also, uh, if they hadn't have killed him off and he had it came back, he'd have been discredited by our government to the point have. to where he would have never had a life. So, uh, of course he would have. Right. But at least he would have still right. been living. He could have picked another right. career. That, it, just, but, it was just he got caught there and not here. But either way, his life would have been completely ruined, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, because the truth was going to come out. <clears throat> totally. Yep. I think it already has. I think it there's has. been plenty of um, paper reports yeah. that the the weapons are lost. Yep. The majority lost. of all the weapons and the money is just gone. Yep. They never used it. They never did anything with it. It's gone. It's I mean, it's probably sitting numbers. somewhere. All, all those elected officials' pocketbooks are a little bit fatter now. Oh, remember that that uh, that that Bitcoin uh, exchange uh, CEO? Yeah, so that was what he was doing. Is he was uh, they were U.S. government money was going into the Ukraine. Yep. And then he was using he was having the Ukrainian government buy his Bitcoin, and then he was transferring it to different democratic organizations like different dncs for different states right. and cities and did you see they just let him go like they he wasn't gonna well, face the music did you see that yeah yeah <laughs> i'm like yep i knew that was, he was gonna happen well, he, to them he was doing the work of the lord yep correct Big you know like a real life robin hood for for joe biden exactly what, what, exactly what concerns me right now about what joe biden's doing in the democrat party is if you look at all the talking heads from the uh the the uh left side of the media there, like the view um cnn uh, abc world report um you'll see them keep uh mentioning how voter fraud is an absurdity and couldn't happen in the united states and uh that there's no possible way that extra votes could ever just be thrown into an election. That's just crazy talk. And I think for them to be planting that seed now in January, mm-hmm. by November, it's going to be a old head kind of talking point to where when extra votes come in this election, um, it'll have been oversaturated so much that they're hoping that the American people just won't buy into it. You're yeah. right, Russ. I think so. Yeah. If you go onto my website, theinformation.com, and hit the resource tab, I've been documenting news stories that have been showing election interference, even from the Democrats themselves claiming that there is election fraud. So if anyone wants to look at it, I've already been pasting and copying videos and links, theinformation.com resource tab. And then you could look at the Arizona audit, but I've been I've been adding more to it. And as a matter of fact, guys, I'm going to be interviewing um, next week. I was going to interview him today, but we had technical problems. Two guys that were busting um, the mail and the voter fraud here in Arizona. They busted him in San Luis. The the lady got convicted. She was on two thousand mules, and now she's the vice mayor of San Luis, Arizona. How about them apples? Were they Granny Smith apples or were they Reggie? (laughs) (laughs) Fuji apples. That's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. Uh, No, it's not. We have a mayor down here in Chester, South Carolina, that used to be the chief of police until he got caught embezzling money through the police department, went to jail for two years, came out and got elected as mayor. That's uh, what I'm saying. That's like Oz and everything. 
we're in the situation we're in because people overlook the small little cities, municipalities, counties, towns, and those are what builds a state. And then you have federal crimes too. And people only focus on federal, maybe state, but honestly, your foundation is local city, municipality, county. And if you have corrupt people running it, you think your state's going to be good? No, we have dark money money funneling into Coconino County. There was a big article that just came out this week about dark money that Coconino County, which is north of us in Flagstaff area in the NAU area, um, anyone's care cares to look at that. I posted that article on my social media posts about how the Coconino County wanted to partner with this dark money non governmental agency to to interfere in elections. Like that's not their role. Coconino County's role is to make sure that everyone has a chance to vote and they're nonpartisan and it's up to the precinct committeemen, it's up to the candidates to get out the vote. It's not up to the county. They're supposed to be a neutral party. They're just supposed to facilitate and count the ballots. And that's not what they're doing. Well, the no. county up there are, yeah, the, the county and the people of Flagstaff, they're scared shitless as everybody's turning Republican over the last oh. two years. Yeah, of course like, they are. Like they're, they're like forcing people to become Republicans at this point. They are. You're absolutely yeah. right. And now you have election interference. Well, isn't Arizona a traditionally a Republican state? Yep. Yep. I mean, traditionally. Yep. I, mean, I know they tend to be have been more purple over the last couple of elections. But. Not, not, not because it's designed that way. It's because- I, I, I disagree with 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 that. I disagree that Arizona has been traditionally a red state. It has. We yeah. Then how do you ex- how do you explain for- like like Napolitano? Um, probably yeah. election fraud. I don't. I, I don't think so. I think people actually voted for her. No. I you don't think, think so. You she think they, they, they have really been a, a purple state longer nope. than what most nope. other people in the re- country we, realize? We have been a Republican state more than we've ever been purple. We have more voted red almost really? every time. I find I find that Arizona voters uh, in historically have not put up with bullshit. That's true. I think, I think what's going on now is is completely different than the past of Arizona. I think in the past they would have voted for anybody of any party if they were making sense. Oh. And, and I, and I, I, I mean, you have to think like Arizona was, how, was how one of explain John McCain then. That's a good point. What, what do you mean? You said, uh, they vote for people that make sense. Yeah, 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 well, John, well, John, well, John McCain. Much about John McCain there, there's a case. there's a history of John McCain. So there's uh, a history of the Republican Party that's now what we call McCainites. I mean, they're not yeah, real Republicans. No wonder John McCain looks like Herman Munster. Yeah, but even John, that is a is a is a newer phenomenon. That's not John a John McCain uh, isn't wasn't truly a Republican. He was more in the globalist uniparty. That's where he fell in, and. And people kept asking, how is John McCain reelected? How is John McCain reelected? People would ask all the time how that guy kept getting reelected. Well, and they, now we wonder, asked the same thing really about re-elected? Lindsey Graham here. Yeah, was Lindsey he really Graham. Yeah, yeah. Every year that Lindsey Graham comes up for reelection, uh, you hear everybody be like, oh, we're voting Lindsey Graham out. We're voting Lindsey Graham out. And then he wins by a landslide. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. 
Yeah, no, no I'm not I, sure I that's think that's not just old people voting though and young people not. You know what I mean? So. I think we've had a we've uh, with John McCain. If you've really looked at his, maybe not his last one. Maybe not. I would say this started uh, prior to 2016. 2016 was the year that I wanted John McCain out like passionately. Oh, I wanted John McCain out before that. Well, I had there. I had no reason to want John. John I mean, because you have to go back. You have to go back to. 2010 at that point well with john I mean, mccain he, lindsey graham was his little lap dog man that was his yeah little, so 2010 so. was a different world we had obama in office uh john mccain was one of the people who was at least trying to organize against the democrats at that time right. um right. they're all playing on the same team we all look yeah. back at that now and we all think it's a joke but back then we were in a different frame of mind where john mccain would have been part of the reasonable opposition at that point well what we thought was anyways they're, they're, i mean we're talking we, 14 years ago I know. at this point and right. now we yeah, know yeah. they're both playing on the same team that's why it didn't matter elections didn't matter because both of their players were playing uh, on like we're running for elections so it didn't matter who you won the, yeah. the same outcome was going to happen no matter who got elected. But I don't think I was on to that idea in wasn't. 2010. Wasn't. Well, like in um, 2010, you had like Mitt Romney running out there, uh, running the opposition to what John McCain's uh, Rhino Party. However, doing, I was getting but, on board the Tea Party movement. I was getting on board that movement. I started getting yeah. fed up with things. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. And it, but it, and it was right there, 2010, right? right. So you're just learning that. Me, that was me too. That was me too. I was, you know, listening to Mark Levin, in the, you know, right. from his underground bunker, screaming right. and yelling, and Dennis Prager during the day. Like I, <laughs> I was, well, I, you I, had, uh, I was you turning had Paul, hard you had, you, well, in yeah. 2010. Had, me too. In 2010, you had the Paul Ryan still out there running hard and. I mean, right. I liked, uh, the, I the Mark Ron Rubios and he, he mm -hmm. was a hot shot coming in and uh, yeah. it was just a and, different, and I was gonna a really say different looking Republican Party. I was going to say I voted for Barack Obama in 2008 I and and I did not I vote for John McCain voted. because there was the reason why I voted for Barack Obama is because I didn't want to vote for John McCain. And the reason I, I didn't vote for him is because I was afraid he was going just to kill people all over the world. And I know I'm still to this day, I know I'd be right. Like, well, not like I mean, any other president didn't do that. Barack Obama did it too. Well, well yeah, Every but I think, well, I think Barack John Obama McCain Barack talked Obama about people. Went on an apology tour. Yeah, yeah. John McCain talked, like, literally used the term dogs when describing Muslims. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. You're right. Like he was not safe for the world stage at all. Mm -mm. Like I, I didn't want to vote for him because of him. I voted for him because of what's her name from Alaska. Palin. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I, I like me too. She, me too. She, she, I, I like her too. She's just, a I'm, I'm a huge man. Sarah Palin fan. She's just a little wacky, man. Just a little, yeah. Well, we can all in say a, in a good way. Exactly like her. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I liked her. You know, I can be like, like Michelle well, I'll Bachman, my door and I know. see Russia. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, all right. She never said that. I can, yeah. 
I think they made fun of her a lot on things she never said or did to make right. her look like she was an idiot. Now I gotta look at it because she was so popular. People really resonated with her. They That's really like, kind of like they're doing to Camilla now and everything. They're making fun of her, but you know, Camilla hey, deserves it. Well, they didn't attack Camilla. They didn't. They didn't. Okay, well, they didn't attack Camilla's family. They did uh, attack Palin's family pretty hard. Yes, they did. Bristol and all them. Yes, on that, did. on that note, let's hear from the most powerful woman in the United oh States. God. I got a clip for you guys. Oh my god! And what are you going to do to stop the crazies? I am scared as heck. <laughs> yeah, which is why I'm traveling our country. You know, there's an old saying that there are only two ways to run for office: either without an opponent or scared. So on all of those points, yes, we should all be scared. Yeah. And what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. To be fair. Nobody knows what anything she time. says means. We need a translator for Kamala Harris. And um, and, and here, for that one. here's a, another one. So these are still from this morning. Um, uh, so this is uh, this was during uh, testi testified in a. a Senate committee. Yeah, this is the U.S. Space Force commander. Um, it's extremely interesting his take on what's going on with our armed services. Oh wait, wait, this, wait! We're not on Kamala Harris anymore. No, no, I'm done. I'm done with my her. Favorite, not, my favorite. Oh, go ahead. Is what can be unburdened by what has been and knowing what can be. I mean, that's that's my favorite quote from her. I do, I do stand corrected about that. There, uh, Scott, she didn't say I can see Russia from my house. She said that you can actually see Russia from land here in Alaska, from an island in Alaska, is what she mm -hmm. said. And then Tina Fey on Saturday Night Live made fun of that. Plus, saying right. I can see Russia from my house. And technically, you can stand in Alaska and Russia at the same time on a specific island. Kind of like the four corners. Right, that's what she was talking about. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Supposedly, there's not really American inhabitants there, but I think there's Russians that live there, and they can walk up to Alaska, and supposedly the only thing to do there is drink vodka. So that I've like read these like weird stories about people who have been there, and and yeah, they just that's all they have is just a bunch of alcohol. And the people who have like sailed there or like flown there, um, there there's always plenty of vodka for anyone who wants to visit that particular island. Doesn't sound like a bad Russ place to be, huh? Russ and I were talking about that on the old man show the other day when he busted out this list about like the top five states to do something or whatever. And it turned out to be the upper northern states of America. And we're like, yeah, because that's the only thing to do is drink. And then I mentioned have sex. That's like the only things you do up there in North Dakota, Montana, and so on and so forth. What was that? So that makes part? sense. Drinking vodka on this island in Russia makes total oh, sense. Oh, let me um, go back to, I put a picture of uh, Blinken in the chat. And uh, here, I'll do it again. Why not? Um, so, so Blinken, uh, he is stuck in Davos, right? He can't leave Davos. And the reason is kind of... Kind of uh, like, I, I, don't, I don't know, as you call it, maybe predictable, but um, critical aircraft error with his modified Boeing 
737. God bless that man. <laughs> you said his name, and all I could think of was Robin Hood Men in Tights, where that dude said, Hey, Blinken. <laughs> and he's like, Did you that. say A Blinken? He I said, No, man. I said, Hey, Blinken. That was such a funny movie. Blinken. Did you say A Blinken? No. Yeah, get the locksmith get the locksmith he said my name is a chew son of a sneeze <laughs> so so yeah, let's do this let's uh let, let's hear from uh the u.s space force commander see what he thinks about our military uh as of right now good morning my name is matt lohmeyer and i'm an air force academy graduate former f-15c fighter pilot and was a lieutenant colonel and commander in the space force in 2021, I was fired from my command for writing a book trying to reverse the trend of the overt politicization of the uniformed services. Specifically, I criticized the military's diversity, equity, and inclusion trainings, which at my own base were illegally occurring despite an executive order from the commander-in-chief. The diversity, equity, and inclusion industry is steeped in critical race theory and is rooted in anti-American Marxist ideology. I watched DEI trainings divide our troops ideologically and in some cases sow the seeds of animosity toward the very country they had sworn an oath to defend. Before writing that book, I submitted a formal written complaint to the Space Force Inspector General's office detailing that such violations were occurring, including illegal race-based discrimination, but my complaint was never investigated and was later dismissed by then Lieutenant General Stephen Whiting, whom the Senate just confirmed for his fourth star. After two months, I received a written dismissal of my complaint from General Whiting. <clears throat> Personally, I have always advocated for a non-political military work environment. Today, I'm here to testify about the ongoing Marxist-inspired efforts to subvert and weaken our military and broader American society. We often refer to these efforts as wokeism, but it is also a culture war. Yet even in this committee, there are differing views about whether there is such a thing as a culture war underway. Some members of this committee have been outspoken critics of DEI initiatives to include CRT, drag shows on military bases, trans activism, LGBTQ pride celebrations, and woke military recruiting videos, all things that are visible components of an ongoing culture war. Ranking member Garcia, as he just mentioned, on the other hand, and asserted as recently as two weeks ago, says that the culture wars are quote-unquote phony and are merely a political talking point of Republicans. It's nothing if not incredible for a member of this subcommittee to assert that culture wars are phony while another member who's not present at the moment of this committee is a member of the so-called progressive squad, was herself a Black Lives Matter organizer and activist, an organization whose publicly avowed ideology is Marxism and whose activist ambition is social and cultural revolution. Service members who wear the uniform of their country do not want to see these things in the military workplace. They don't want to see them at their bases. In most cases, this is true regardless of their race or their political worldview. Despite that reality, Pentagon officials requested $140 million to expand woke diversity initiatives in fiscal year 2024, double what it's been the previous two years. There are a few things taxpayers such as myself feel less essential to the mission of the United States military than expanding diversity mandates and indoctrination. And now an important point. Such aggressively opposed ideological worldviews 
competing for institutionalization through policy epitomizes and formalizes what is properly termed a culture war. The fact that these debates now infect the U.S. military workplace is an offense to people like me who love their country and all people regardless of their race, gender, sexual preference, or background. Yep, and that was a U.S. Space Force commander um, stating that he is here to testify about the ongoing Marxist-inspired efforts to subvert and weaken our military and broader American society. Oh, they're doing that to police. It was across the nation, too. They put in that training, mm -hmm. mandatory training to all police well, across with the, the with, with police and everything, um, I believe that the police departments of every local jurisdiction should go with the favor of the people of that jurisdiction. Um, I feel like that's the best way to police. But with the military, there should be no identity. There should just be... A uniform and no matter who's in that uniform it's the same uniform regardless well that should be and, the same with police because you want them to be free fair well i don't i don't everybody. want i don't want police to police my county the same way they police your county um because they have certain standards i, I think they do things differently too. i think that yeah i think things are done differently in my area than they are in yours and, and that things be, that but, would be allowed here maybe not allowed there but, right they have the training. They have the that military, kind of training that guy just talked about. With the they military, the you're sending them training. into the rest of the world, right? So, like, they, they, repre they represent America and our standard more so than anyone else, even politicians do. You know, uh, there are countries that will never see a politician or see a regular citizen from the United States, but they will see our soldiers. And... If you're if your person is shutting their agenda onto those soldiers um, to create diversification and even strife in between our own members, um, it makes us look weaker. I agree and, with you. And that that's scary. Okay. I agree, but they're doing it even here on the local level with DEI, and it's not good training. It's not. Well, I can tell you, it's also not working. Um, we're not prospering as a nation, no, even on the, on the dollar amount. So it's not working. Companies aren't getting better. And if no. that's, and that's where they've used, that's who they've used to, to kind of infiltrate our own homes is they've used <laughs> companies, they've used public schools, right? Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. it's not working. Right. It's causing problems. It's, it's actually problems. the reverse of what they think it's going to do. They think it's going to bring people together. People are going to be uh, more harmonious. Um, at this point, I think only brain dead people would think that, but there's still people who think that. There really is. But it does the opposite. It makes us fight with each other. Well, it's just I think what it's they crazy how want. Over the last 20 years, we have indoctrinated ourselves out of the progress that we made in the 230 years prior. Right. And right. that's insane. Right. Well, that's by design because in the Marxism, they want you to be divided. And one of the tool tactics is race that they use. 
And so anything they can use to divide us and make us fight, it helps because it tears us apart instead of then when you're apart, it's easier to take over and unless and uh, as opposed to being united. Well, am I, united, am I wrong in saying that on an everyday level when you meet people in your everyday life, just on a street kind of level, um, people are getting more and more aggravated with the media and the government more so yeah. than they are with each other? Yep. Yeah, like, I agree. It's, it's, it's not really dividing us as people anymore. It's dividing us between them and us. True, but look how long, like going back to what Scott said, all the decades prior, it was. It started dividing us. It started, they started trying to do that. And it worked for a while, you know? And But now, to your point, Russ, you're right. It's starting to backfire on them. Well, um, we played Kamala on The View earlier, and I know you guys were all inspired. She it. was on ABC News this morning, and she had really hard-hitting stuff. Let me go okay. ahead and play that. Some are concerned you all may be a little too confident. Why not go out and attack Donald no. Trump? Go after his legal challenges. What are you guys waiting for? Well, let me just tell you something. I am of the school that you either run without an opponent or you run scared. <laughs> I have learned that to be a fact, and that is the way that I feel about any election. Some are so she is saying the same thing wherever she goes, which I am going to now assume is Biden's campaign slogan. It is, um, you either run without an opponent or you run scared. I can't even like say that right. Um, that, does that does that make no. sense to anybody? Like no. like what that Are means? You, she keeps yeah, repeating she it. About, she's going she all over the place. Like, I don't I don't think the dumbest block would understand what the hell she's talking about. Well, I don't I don't know if she's talking like you run scared because you know if you have an opponent you're going to lose. Because that's what it seems like to me. That that's she's what saying. it sounds like. like it. If I, I I either run unopposed or I run against somebody who's going to beat me. That's what it sounds like to me. Well, duh, that's what you're that's supposed stupid. to be doing during this time. Well, I think she's saying that if you have an opponent, like I'm going to try to like, like literally dig into this. <laughs> if you have an opponent, you should right. be scared, which is right. the most uninspiring thing I've ever heard any politician ever say in my life. Right. And that's, that's an me opponent, giving her credit on that statement. Right. That she actually understands how to use this language that we I all think speak. What, I really think what she's saying, though, is that if we have an opponent in this race, we're not getting voted for. Yeah, and and we know that. Nick, so welcome. Our 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 well, biggest achievement here would be to make it where we have no opponent at all. Yeah, but she she's on the same ticket as the most popular president that ever lived. I mean, what is she really scared of? He's the most popular president we ever lived. Oh, He's that's the most voted for president uh -huh. in the history what, of this country. Corrupted. That's, that's what they say anyway, right? So, <laughs> he, he did want to. He did want to end in the general vote with more votes than Obama. Mm -hmm. Well, I wanted. I wanted to. I, again, you guys keep going like down this like hill of, you know, despair and evil. I wanted to play this panelist from the WEF <laughs> who, uh, who wants to explain to us what ecocide is. Oh, let's hear it. 
I mean, ecocide as a word is becoming more, it's becoming better known around the world. And the concept is generally mass damage and destruction of nature. Um, but legally speaking, um, what our organisation and other collaborators aim to do is to have this recognised legally as a serious crime. Because one of the issues that sort of pervades all of this discussion is that we have a kind of cultural, very ingrained habit of not taking damage to nature as seriously as we take damage to people and property. Um, and that, I mean, you know, if you're campaigning for human rights, at least you know mass murder, torture, all of these things are serious crimes. But there's no equivalent in the environmental space. Um, and so, and, and you know, unlike a, an international crime like genocide that in, involves a specific intent, with ecocide, what we see is actually what people are trying to do, what businesses are trying to do is make money, is, you know, is farm, is fish, is do all these things that Sorry. are, um, you know, producing energy and so on um, as well. But what's, hey, we try what's to missing fish, man. is the awareness and the conscience around the side effects around the collateral damage that happens with that. You know, that if you don't hunt, there's overpopulation. <laughs> that sounds a lot like Linda. <laughs> oh, pip, pip, cheerio and all that good stuff. She, and so she just, compared, she just compared human genocide to farming fishing. and fishing. fishing. She's like, we're out there trying to fish, bro. Trying to fish. Catch and there, there's like literally like these millionaires standing in that room, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, you. And that's well, it. you know, I, I get a gold ball. Oh, girl, you're so tomorrow. smart. You like, like, yeah, there's millionaires in that room, like, oh my god, I would never go fishing. How <laughs> dare they farm? What time do they stop fishing in these neck of the woods? Yeah, Scott, like, what, like, why would you want to eat anyways? You know what I mean? Like, why? That so why sounded do you like farming. Because why do you care to eat? I mean, it probably eat was, Ross. We have bugs. We have bugs. We're fine. Right. I was sure somewhere during there she was going to call us all heartless. I mean... <laughs> heartless bastards, you. God I, bless. Farming you know, you know, you know, bugs, like... And I don't... Maybe I'm naive about this, but, but bugs, right? They're an organism that actually can accomplish things. Right, mm -hmm. like a lot they of bugs do. have purposes. Yeah, right, look, look at that. The ant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they sting. Why is she comparing that to like a field of wheat? Like, why do they why why do they value bugs less than wheat? Yeah, well, like even the ant, it cultivates all the ground so the wheat can grow. Yeah, but yeah. they they want us to eat bugs and not wheat, so they're valuing that more than bugs like wow, why do they yeah, it's weird i mean they could really destroy the ecosystem because you know we're gonna eat bugs i mean they've and, they've and apparently never been to somalia do where you get roasted crickets on sale at the open mm -hmm. air markets right uh, you no, know they the have been. that's where they got the the menu that's where they got the idea of us eating bugs yeah so i mean i i know somalia. like uh in in Asia, I mean, during like festivals, like they roast up all kinds of bugs, like, and it's like a fun snack that you I eat. Just, I just but remember they, being they, in they, Somalia, in their mind, man, though, and uh, you get a piece of teriyaki chicken, or it looks like it should be teriyaki uh -huh. chicken from a gas station, but it has legs. So, and, and think about that for a minute. <laughs> These are the most poorest countries in the world. You think they would turn to eat those things if they were allowed? And could afford to eat a, a piece of chicken, a piece of steak, a piece of pork. 
Absolutely not. They would turn well, that bug the, stuff they're not eating. Them. They're not eating. Oh. Even the poorest people aren't eating bugs for, for nutrient, like to, to survive. They're eating the bugs for fun, for novelty. Well, yeah, Rush just said yeah. that. It's like how we eat candy. eat it for cr crickets. He just said that. Oh, I've yeah, never yeah. been to Somalia. In, in some, I don't know. In Somalia, yeah, they have open air markets where they have them on spits. Like yeah. And, and Somalia is a very poor, poor Yeah, country. but it's like fair food. Like in Asia, it's right, like right. mostly like fair food. Is that right? Is that right, Russ? Because it, it's, yes, we yeah, all yeah, know yeah. Somalia yeah, they is sell very it, poor. Well, yeah, in Somalia, they sell them in open air markets as a, uh, it's kind of like a candy or a snack for the kids and stuff. And uh, it's usually who you see snacking That's not on like a main course meal for them? No. No. Well, good. No, they they okay. eat a lot of vegetables and a, a crash. Ah, uh, oh, you do. Good. They eat a lot of food. potatoes and stuff like that. But Tyson Tyson has partnered with, I think it's the UN or WEF, to make bug meat now. Tyson, I did a whole story on it. It's disgusting. Oh, Tyson's chicken. Yep. Uh, you wouldn't go to Somalia and see people eating McDonald's or anything, but you'll go over there and see them eating stuffed corn. Okay. And uh, steamed Good. cabbages and stuff like that. When I heard you say crickets, I thought maybe that's a but staple they do, food they, for them. No, they do. Well, I mean, they sell it in the open air markets, you know. Um, it is definitely out there. I came across <coughs> a video from a guy who fled Cuba and to the United States. He His family was so poor, his mother would break the furniture and put it in the fireplace to cook whatever little food that they had. And he said it was illegal for them to, to fish for lobster, to eat lobster or to eat beef. And you know what? He got so desperate. He took his, his wind sail and he's like, I'm going to try and get to America, but if I don't, it's better to drown in the ocean to live one more day in Cuba. But we did uh, we did a lot of food relief missions in Somalia, and I have seen people literally kill each other to get to MREs. So, I don't blame them. They're that yeah. desperate exactly. for food. Exactly. See, this is what themselves. happens with communism. They start controlling what you... Even Pastor Pavlovsky talked about it when he lived in Poland. Uh, about how much they control the food of people. The elites, the rich people in those countries, they eat whatever they want, but they don't allow the other people to eat. They really restrict the food. Because you know what Henry Kissinger said, if you control the food, you control the people. And this is why we don't want that here in our country. Well, to, And Bill Gates and China is buying so much of our farmland. To, to be fair, communism would be an improvement for Somalia. That is true. Yeah. I 100%. Like, there's like a dictatorship that is barely in control of their own people and is being attacked by terrorists, terrorist extreme religious groups at the same time. Like, it's it's a madhouse over there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you and then you got and then you got what you got the mining right. So you have all of these wealthy Western countries just raping the shit out of anything that they can. Yeah. Like. It is, it is an absolute nightmare. So um, I was going to mention this story because this is another story that no one's really mentioned. I put the, the post in the chat. Um, so Pakistan, uh, there was the, the Iran strike in Pakistan. Yep. And I hear too many people talking about this either. Um, that uh, strike killed two innocent children, calls attacks. Uh, Pakistan called the attacks unprovoked violation by Tehran. Hmm. 
Um, Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps launched a ballistic missile and drone attack on militant bases in Pakistan. And this seems really out of nowhere, um, in my opinion. I like that, like that that paper they used to print that out, you know, with the greens and the, the patterns. That's, that's a lot of effort put into that, man. To make it look right. <laughs> well, that's packet. That's from Pakistan. Oh yeah, yeah. They got that, that's somebody that's over there has got an eye for art. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they have I'm enough people you're over on there. Their mailing list. I mean, that really impresses me, Scott. Yeah. The Minister of Foreign Affairs mailing list. That's pretty impressive. Um, so pretty impressive. Vivek got on stage at Trump's rally tonight. And this was just happened moments ago. That was going on while we were Are you talking about the VP thing. Um, no, we're actually was Trump were speaking. Vivek showed up there and Trump let Vivek speak. That just happened, like right now. Yeah, I thought I heard that. Because I saw a so, headline about Vivek so, and Trump and VPs. So, no, no, I don't think that's going to happen. But um, I'll go ahead and play this clip. This literally happened. Um, what time is it? This literally happened like twenty minutes ago. So yeah, I'll go ahead and play this clip. So we talked about a number of issues backstage, which I've actually championed in this race. That I do think would be beneficial to the America First movement for President Trump to take on. And I think he was very amenable to many of them. Opposition to a central bank digital currency. And tonight I'm also making another promise to protect Americans from government tyranny. As your president, I will never allow the creation of a central bank digital currency. You know about that? So we talked. So I, I think that's another pro, pro, pro notch in the bucket, right? Um, Huge. Right. That's why he's in New Hampshire. And and I and I and I agree. Uh, let 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 the digital currencies be traded and and bought and sold by the our our commando warrior uh, investors. Let them right. deal with that. Let them make money. Let them lose money. Let them be free to do those types of transactions. Right. We live in a free market, yeah. but our U.S. government should never join in because that makes all of that not <laughs> it's not a free market anymore That's now right. yeah now, now they're going to have control of it so yeah have you that. been covering that amber have you been covering the uh wef no no the oh, yeah. wef this week I just, oh no no not this week nope i just, I just feel like politicians though man are not going to just not grab hold of a way to make profit and that's why you'll see them get involved in if uh if the if the right people get put in office for them to be able to do so you'll see them definitely dip into digital currencies in the, that market and um just cause the profit is there done, done, do it on done. your own dime don't make it a federal reserve currency I don't realize potential 100%. of making. Oh yeah, I am too. But I'm, I'm just saying, as a politician, they're not going to just let that just blow by, because the unrealized potential of the profit margin there for the government, if it were to dip into it, is it's astronomical. Well, I was going to talk about that a little bit because that was a huge event that actually doesn't seem like it's it's getting 
like we when they did this they did this earlier in the year of 23 um the wef stuff like those clips were just going around like crazy and i noticed this time around i mean it just finished right right um and the clips are not flying and 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 uh so i i have i have a couple that i know i saved um here's here's one from the president of the wef he's a it's a president brende um so not klaus schwab but because uh, he's like the big head honcho this is yeah. the guy underneath him is the president so let's hear what he had to say this is probably during the closing remarks of the world economic forum that order seems to know know uh not be uh the order anymore we are on the way to a new order so we are between orders uh, do you agree with that or are there ways of uh, what are we able to keep on the positive side from the old order to bring into a new world order and how can we avoid that that new world order uh becomes like a jungle growing back and we rather uh, have uh, order based on international law and the uh, principles that have brought us prosperity and uh, freedom uh, for decades i guess and maybe this is the the old um kind of teacher me coming out, I think of this a little bit more about a transition of eras rather than a transition of orders, but the two are kind of cousins of one another. The reason I draw the distinction is because I don't think the international order built after 1945 is getting replaced wholesale with some new order. Um, it will obviously evolve as it, as it has evolved multiple times over the decades since 1945. But I do think in a, in a more sharp and distinctive way, we are moving into a new era. And that's what I talked about in my remarks, that we are, you know, the post-Cold War era has come to a close. We're at the start of something new. We have the capacity to shape what that looks like. And at the heart of it will be many of the core principles and core institutions of the existing order adapted uh, for the challenges that we face today. So there, there you go. <laughs> Amber? So what, he's, what, what he's saying here is we're not going to change, but we're going to change the fundamentals of the order that was said in 1945. Well, I think the right order is that they wanted or needed to have. Well, I mean, he's trying to define the person who asked the question of a regime to a change of an era. Right. He's trying to define the difference of that, right? Like, we're going into a new era of being without. We're not abolishing what we had. We're taking what we have and moving it forward and progressing with it. If they want an order, I'll be gladly to give them an order. I want a cheeseburger, a large fry, and a chocolate shake. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the you guy... talk about people who are waiting for orders and going by the old orders and they want new orders. And... But, but what he's saying doesn't. But what he, oh no, what he's saying doesn't not right? make sense though. Like when you have world economy, right? You, you have to always be progressing with the way the econ like the economies of all the different countries are working. And if everybody's going to a digital, um kind of background and kind of transaction on a day-to-day -day basis for the world to trade with each other 
through uh, hard currencies and to ignore that would be uh, not, it, it, it would be just slow acting, you know, it would be retarded, mm. for lack of a better word. Scott, what do you I, have to say? I, I think um, the person who asked the question, he wanted, he wanted that, um, like, 1984 answer. Like how, how oh, we're going to destroy the old way of living mm-hmm. and we're now going to be this new. And in the, so the, and the president of the WF was, was way more grounded. He was like, no, no, things are changing. We don't have, he actually made perfect sense. He actually didn't seem like he was retarded, um, which I'm surprised from somebody who is that right, high right, up but, in the WF. I'm saying, I wasn't saying he was retarded. I'm saying what he was saying. If we just were to stay the same and stagnate, that would be retarded. Right, right. No, but I was actually a little surprised that he didn't sound like a moron because he's there. <laughs> like, like I just right. assume everyone there well, is a moron. It kind of sounded like a moron to me. It sounded like a Kamala Harris answer with sounded like we have a lot of gossip. Well, no, no, he, he, he was, it was, he was talking to a child. That's why it sounded that way because he, this guy's talking about new world and old world orders, Uh like the way that the whole world has to act. And he's like, that's not really it. We're just going into a different era. Like you can say that they're like cousins of each other. Right. That's but, not been their mantra. That's their whole thing has been agenda twenty thirty, agenda twenty thirty, agenda everything's twenty thirty, everything, right? Right. So that's a whole new spin on stuff because right, it's almost like a, it's almost like a pullback a little yeah, bit, right? Right. Yeah, like like yeah, it's kind of like he kind of like a softer approach all of a sudden, and it might be because they've they found out that a lot of their agenda, it's just not going to work. The people are going to murder them, and that's that's like I think the biggest problem with the WEF is is their 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 policies and what they say. Like what that lady said about ecocide. Yeah. Um, you're going to starve us because you like trees. Uh-huh. Are you are are are, are you psychotic? That's you psychotic. Want to know why this is happening? It's because of your show and Oz's show and all these shows, all of our shows. We've been talking about it. The mainstream media never talks about the absurdity of the WEF. So no well, one knows about I, it. I really so think all what their- he was doing, he wasn't trying to pull back. I think he was just trying to find a new way to explain it that's acceptable to people. Talk about the and easy. Maybe- oh, I, I, I agree. That's an easy, I think the, the, that approach and that look at it is the same thing. It's like almost like a cop-out, right? Oh, maybe I, I smell something a little more of that. more sinister in their, in their presentation as well. I think this new world and this thing that he's talking with tongue in cheek is that they're going to break away from the US dollar. I don't know if anyone's you know had a thought about that and go with the BRICS new currency or whatever currency they're going to adopt. I see it as detrimental to America, and they're not actually saying that. Well, oh, they 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 won't. Those people will okay. never give away their US dollar. They won't. Like I know they he, won't. He brought up that's all. But with the bricks falling, I, I, I really, I, I think the U.S. dollar is, uh, is, is fuel for the evil. And and all of these people who would love to lower you uh, global population, for instance, like the people who are behind movements that will lower global population, people like you know, like the Gates Foundation, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the WEF talks about all the time. Mm-hmm. These people. Half they they their blood 
is U.S. dollar. They will never get rid of it until they're destroyed. Exactly. But watch all my dollars. And I think Biden um, pretty much nailed or put the you know, put the nail in the coffin when he um, sanctioned whatever he done, um, boycotted uh, Russia. And I think that's what really made a lot of other countries. Yeah, such a simple up, little you know. thing. Yep. Like, but a major thing in, in the stability of other countries as well. Hey, if you can do that to Russia, what the, what the hell are they going to do to us? Which will give them yeah. even more reason to want to join BRICS. That's well, why I see it. I really, I really uh, view that the, the reason why we had the beginning of this year, we had like six countries join, right? BRICS. BRICS. Yeah. Right? So, but they had announced that they were going to join like what, four, six months ago? Like it was a while ago. It was right. in 23, in the middle of 23, maybe getting close to the fall. They announced that as of the beginning of 24, they'd be now part of BRICS. And so now they're in BRICS. Now no one says anything about it. Everyone's quiet again. And I don't think any countries will move on BRICS or the U.S. dollar, like the U.S. oil dollar, right? No one will move on that subject line until they find out who the next U.S. president is. Pretty much, yeah. I, I, I think BRICS in itself, I don't even see it being a – it it had to it has to prove itself once it's you know once it's doing its thing. Well, what does and it really think, have to prove? Well, like the only can, only thing bricks really means can, is you can buy oil with your own right, money, right? Without using the U.S. dollar, but right. The the countries that you would want to trade with for oil, and um, they're not part of bricks. Yeah, they're they're not. The countries that sustain the oil market are still outside of BRICS, and for well, BRICS well, to be who? a viable threat who, to the who? US, who, who? England, uh, France, um, the United right. States, Canada, most they have no oil reserves. North America, yeah, they're not um, dealing it up with their reserves. Canada does. Canada and and then what? Venezuela is now in BRICS, so so that's the two on our, you know, two continents. Is right. Canada and Venezuela, and, and, then you, and then you get the United States itself with all the untapped oil reserves that sit in our ground that right. we have, you know, that mm -hmm. could sustain the world for a um, well, it's more than our lifetime, and right. a couple of lifetimes after us. Uh, I'd but, say another 150, but speaking years. of that, being on the sales floor, right, of the oil world right being actually right. on the on the floor and selling the oil and transactioning the oil itself moving right. the oil is like you said the u.s has sort of stepped back on that subject line um right. canada almost seems like they've done the same thing the only people really on that sale like if this was a car lot it would just be a bunch of saudis walking around selling cars right like that's what it would look like and they're in bricks you know what I but, hope? But they're, I, but they're only but the, the, the economies that they're selling to are only so big. You know what I mean? They, they can China only and Russia so, are so just as big as the U.S. economy. And they're both but in I thought US. you said, Scott, that they I don't are, know, no, on the level of oil not very strong. Didn't you say that China's economy is really weak? No, their they're, 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 they're forward economy is... Is is not is, yeah. No, it's no, on on an oil level though. If China is pushing out a, a, a currency that can back a world market on oil, 
Well, they get to use their own now. So they, now that's cheaper for them to buy oil. That's yeah. the point of bricks. I'm actually, I know I've said this on here before and people, I know people like, like, like shun me for it, but bricks is a fantastic idea. It's a fantastic know. idea. It's it's know. great. It's, it's great for countries to, to be part of BRICS. They, everybody should join BRICS. Do you, do you, do you, I don't think it's going to affect the U.S. oil dollar at all, though. Well, eventually, eventually, everybody joins BRICS. But U.S. joins BRICS without joining it. Like NATO companies are, they're not like they're not just going to jump on board with that if the U.S. Yeah. Them, but the, the U.S. hasn't put pressure on any of it yet. Like does it? The U.S. is just kind of letting it all happen. But like, hey, if you want to join bricks, join bricks. But um, you get like a Trump in office next, um, that will cease. And um, well, I, I don't, don't think so. Like like how do you how do you tell somebody, hey, you're going to save ten percent, right? And you're going to have less red tape when you buy oil. Because I feel like it's like you're going to save 10% on oil, but we're going to raise tariffs 25%. So now you're losing 15 Well, who's going to raise the tariffs? Other BRIC countries won't, right? Well, here's, mm -hmm. here's another well, possibility. Well, the U.S. will, and the U.S. runs everyone else's economy. Listen, like, well, it in, not it anymore. In that's what, the, that's like, what I'm we, saying. That's we, the we, point we of BRICS. We buy all their... We buy all their we buy all their materials. We buy all their technology. Well, it would be a mistake so. for the U.S. to do tariffs on other goods because someone's part of BRICS. I don't know. Um, well, the tariffs they would. still out for me on that. But they know. would. They'd be like, you're, you're well, saving money I mean, over here. We get money. You're, you're taking the money. The only reason why I say that is because if – think of something that you buy. Like think, think of when you go to the grocery store. If you went to one grocery store – and every time you went there, they charged you 10% because they thought their grocery store was the best grocery store. And you're paying it just because of that. Or you could That's go across the street, too. you go across the street and there's no 10%. And those people also say, hey, we sell the same groceries. They literally do. They say they sell the same macaroni and cheese, same produce, everything. Which grocery store would you go to? On a personal level, the answer the is cheapest obvious. one, of course. Yeah, the cheapest right. one. So that's what BRICS is. BRICS is a, a way for those people not have to broker deals with evil Americans. Well, here that's like, that's I, like I, saying I that's I like think, just saying Costco's involved, and no, then I, I, no, I, was no. how we were gonna back I, I think BRICS is after we left the gold standard was my, petrodollar, so that our, right. our money had value. That, it's right. not. It's not that, Scott. Well, no, money, no, because our, the, our okay, so oil dollar didn't start until the seventies, right? But that's so, when we also got off the, the the gold standard was in the seventies. No, no, we got on the oil dollar because the British fell. That's why right. the British could not keep control of their empire anymore, so we took it over. That's the, first right, the, the value, the value that's a, that's of the U.S. Fact. dollars is pretty not, much. So, so who had it before? Like, who had it before? It was it was the United Kingdom that had that had the oil reserve dollar, mm -hmm. our pound. You yeah. used to have to buy everything in pounds in the seventies. Here's what I want to see on day one because Joe Biden cut the the pipeline. On day one, if Donald Trump gets into all office, that pipeline, will be back that. on track. The pipeline will be back on track. Pipeline day one, just like he Joe will. Biden did. 
Well, I bet you, I bet you, every time pro-American on on this subject line, I will tell you exactly that. If if Trump opens up the pipeline, and then all of a sudden the United States needs less oil, that is the signal that you send. That destroys BRICS yeah. because because the BRICS countries will go, hey, wait a minute, you don't need to buy that from us anymore? And it's like, yeah, we really don't need to. And that's that's the best tactic to fight right. bricks. Like, ah, we don't really need we don't really need you brick people that, anymore. That, that's my that's my point is the US could yeah. do that. But but it's a it's a it's a soft but very, very like 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 it's it, it strikes to the heart at the same time. Cause it's really not a violent reaction. Just saying, Oh, we're not going to buy oil from you that much anymore. No. And the American people will be jumping for joy. Oh, as soon yeah. as the pipeline will be going down up. and everything yep. else. Yeah. Yep. Right. You we're going to have jobs. I'm just, I'm just thinking that. And, and the, like and the a, response from the BRICS countries is going to be, what are they going to do to us? You know what they're going to do? They're going to lower the price for oil for us. Yeah, of course. They don't You're be right. working but in our it's, favor. It's, it's, it's like, well, we don't need it at that point. We'll have our own oil. No, yeah, we'll, but, still, no we'll, we'll still be able we'll, to do we'll it. We'll buy it. Because that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand. And I, I, I see this in conservative movements. Because it's a BRICS country, that doesn't mean that they're an enemy. It just no. means that they're following a different process mm-hmm. of buying something. Yeah, that's it. Well, well right. they're not well, an enemy. Bricks. I think Bricks is like Aldi's trying to run against Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> oh just, no, uh, Bricks is like you know, in my neighborhood, it's like market basket comparing to Stop and Shop or Shores. Those are two big major markets in my state. Shores and Stop and Shop. They have like and, similar and prices, that's, that's but a market I mean basket I... is cheaper with everything else, and they have the same product. No. Yeah. Well, well, what else? Well, it depends on. It, it's really, you know, just whatever blood money you want to mess with. But the U.S. Because what the, I meant the, with the U.S. running the economy is that any time we open those pipelines, uh, all that money is pumping out of the Saudi Arabia and um, coming from China or Russia or wherever Brazil, wherever. Um, none of that money is going to matter because the oil that was being sold to the biggest consumer is no longer there. Yeah, but what about the people who have like the oil for the heating but, services? But I, will, that I, I, will, I will agree. That's another thing. If it if it lowers the price, if we open the pipeline, if it lowers the prices from the BRIC countries, we will buy the crap out of it because we've always had the mentality that if we use all yours, we still have ours. Well, you know the the, the big thing with BRICS and why and a lot I, I I think another thing is that the United States gets the discount everywhere a hundred percent already. <laughs> And we're the only ones who get that discount, unless you're including Saudis buying Saudi oil, right? But do we really or, get a discount when we're paying? Yeah, yeah, we get it for nothing because we, so because listen, we control for, the banking. We, mm. we pay for everything. We pay for all of these organizations, the UN, NATO, whatever, the Paris Accord, all of them. It's coming out of our pocket. So yeah, but you get really refunds. Get a discount? Like everything that all these world organizations we pay the majority of it. Well, well, yeah, but that's not oil. No. No, I know, but you're talking about we get a discount. Well, in, in reality, we don't because we're pay- we're carrying the load for the entire world. Right, all of them yeah, but, but when you look at when you look at us paying for the UN and NATO and all these things, we're we're paying with that with funny money. It's mm-hmm. all non-existent money anyway. So when we throw money, like when we throw money at Ukraine, everybody gets upset about it. But really, it's just non-existent money that was. 
printed out to throw there. And, um, and, I, and I also don't think that we should ever have an opinion that the UN and, and NATO have anything to do with the world. They don't. They no, have nothing they to do with the but, world. They, they're ours. We they like them. to think they do, but they don't. No, no, they, no. They even know it. They know it that if the United States walks out the door, that the organization, the UN itself, would cease to exist. And I would love that. I would love that. Well, I mean, right. really, the UN exists to be the United States Complaint Department. Is is really what it is? Is where all the other countries, or, or some people would say, the Israeli complaint. complaint department. Pretty much, yeah. Now sure, they're, they're, they're the ones right. who have been sanctioned the most and and condemned, right? Right. Yeah. True enough. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh no. I I just I just think that a lot of people they make bricks sound like it's like Darth Vader's, you know, Dark Force squadron pulling up, and it's like. It's not not really that. It's, it's stormtroopers. You know, I, I well, say there's two. There, it's the it's start comparable of that. to me. It's the start of it, Scott. It's not I, that, no, that no, is it's, the end all. But it's all. not. It's, but it's it's, it's it's not. The United States has put itself in its position of banking colonization, right? That's what we uh, we are. And you know what? That is not going to confuse people forever. What At some mean? point, people are going to go Americans are ripping everybody off and they're raping everything they possibly can. And they the can France are doing it in Africa and we do it on a global measure with fees. That's, that's how we have tricked people into paying us money that we do not deserve. That's the way yeah. it is. But yet the American economy is suffering too right now as it is because of how things have changed ever yeah, since the Biden took over. Look at the, look at how Amber May well, said it. The pipeline, money, the money pipeline the situation. You, the shape. you shape the way the world runs. Yeah, but wait a minute. Money. What about the people and who have either, like heating it's services? We control the money, or someone else controls the money, and you don't yeah. want someone else controlling the money. No, you don't want somebody else to control the money. But think about this. The people who have the heating services right during the wintertime and they have to get oil and everything for their houses. And some people are not having like electric and they have oil and everything like that. You know how much a hundred a hundred gallons are for heating services? Like around over three, close to four hundred dollars, and that's yeah, coming out of people's bricks, money bricks, pockets bricks, right there. Bricks ain't going. Bricks ain't going to change that for you. No, I'm not saying Bricks is going to change that, but once they open up the pipeline situation, they, they, like that, they, they, then the that's taxes, going to change everything for everybody. Like gas, gas well, everything. It's the taxes that sit on all that. Who's good, who loves getting gas like close to five dollars a tank? No, I don't. No, I don't either. But you know what? Rhode Island's gone down to at least two eighty nine right now, and that's because it's and that's going to keep going. Yeah, well, you, well, look, if you if you get if you get a Republican in there like Trump. And they reopen the pipelines. It will make all the gas cheaper for us, like at the pumps and everything else, like significantly. Let's go back down to a dollar change for crying out loud. A lot of jobs too. Right, on but, top but, of it. you're not going to see a lot but, of homeless there, people and everything on the streets. But will this all be temporary jobs and temporary? You know, like it, like bricks is going to be a permanent thing. Um, yeah, but if it's not a temporary to, position you, like that, if you that, get Trump in for the next four years, that's all you got. There's no eight-year term. There's no. Yeah, but that's 365 no days for four years. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes, there can be an eight-year term. They cannot be two consecutive terms. More than two consecutive terms. That's the rule. Oh really? 
So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you're saying that? I think I think it's an eight-year total. I thought it was an eight-year total. Yeah, I'm looking. They, I'm pretty yeah, sure. They, Are you yeah, saying that he can go for another term? Yeah, 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 Grover Cleveland, the Grover Cleveland law, because he, oh, well, he, yeah, he, he was, was going to be twice. like America's freaking, you know, bourbon Democrat king at one point, and and right, they right. they put the law in place. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, it destroys his consecutiveness. Right. And if you serve yeah, two yeah. terms in a row, you can never serve again. Period. The end. Desert. So if yeah. let's just say that Trump has has been in president for another four years, you're saying that he can have another term after that as well. I think technically he can, because yeah, he never had they, a consecutive, consecutive term. But th that's the right. thing, because the American economy has never even seen that before. Robert Greenland well, has done it four Roosevelt. times. The laws, did, yeah, he, but, did, he was he was president he, three times. He was right, president. Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah. Roosevelt, yes. Roosevelt. No, no. No, no, Cleveland. Four. Cleveland was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cleveland was president three times. Elected, yeah. no war, no nothing. He was he was president three times. Roosevelt was, was four. Was he right? after Roosevelt or before Roosevelt? Before way before, late late eighteen. No, way before that. Well, yeah, that yeah, was before, before they had the term limits. The term limits didn't come until uh, Roosevelt. Well, they made they made no 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 Roosevelt. The only reason why Roosevelt ran was, was because of the war. Because of the war. Yeah. So mm. that's what I keep. Th that's like my only scare point with Biden. If the world erupts into a war where that's the United States is physically attacked, but that's why I don't think he could, he could just Congress say that he's president forever. Because the Congress has to declare war. Yeah, um, and, and, and you're right about and, that. And we're we're protected by a Republican Congress right now. Yeah, but but here's the thing. Anymore. You know, I I will challenge this to you on that whole idea of the Republican House. Those Republican, the majority of those Republicans are really all just Democrats, glo globalists. Yep, I, I don't globalists. even want to call them Democrats. No, no they're, they're just yeah. globalists. They're, they're, they, globalists. They, right. they're, they're going to fight for Israel. They're going to fight you're for Ukraine. They're right. just, they're, they're going like, to just. The thing with Ukraine, I've said it before, and I don't know that this has even crossed the mind of Biden or any of them that are bleeding heart Ukrainian supporters. But from a military standpoint, having Ukraine as an allied country is it's essential eventually man if you ever think that a war with russia or china is ever going to happen um because of poland right here ukraine is vital and that's the only reason i would be like keep russia from completely taking over ukraine at, at any cost but right now but what we've discovered is there's so much fraudulent activity we can't get well, there's, there's always fraudulent activity no, with any government. Like there's, there's always been. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm you sorry, have, but like, I think Americans are tired of it. You're taking money out of my. We've been tired with it. Wars, so all, war, wars and conflicts have region. always been very profitable for politicians. And we're tired since of it. The beginning of time. We're tired of it. And yeah. this has been one of those that have been. Well, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the average citizen has always been tired of the, their government making money off their back and their blood but every government's always done it yeah well just, i think um, uh maybe what amber was going on is that the ukraine is a corrupted dictator government and yeah, but you can worry about that after and and we had our work. we had our chance to fix it instead we made it worse uh -huh. because we we thought a worse government might oppose russia better 
But at this point, we've actually made that country a lot worse. Like, like for the, for instance, they're going to, they're going to kill us citizens and torture them to death for talking against them. Like that's yes. going to come back and bite Ukraine in the ass at some point. Yes, it you will. Know? yes, it will. But I, I think it coming back and biting them in the ass after it's all the conflict is resolved would be better off than just walking away from it they, now. They have a woman who's a spirit cooker as the ambassador for Ukraine. I mean, the the country is dirty as dirty can be. And, there's, it, and they're lining their own pockets. So, no, I can't get behind this war. I can't. Yeah, yeah, but that th that fake money, no matter what you think about it, it feeds my children. Mm. Yeah, it feeds my household. Yeah, 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 but yeah. The money going to Ukraine didn't affect your paycheck at all. Yes, it did. Oh, of course it did. They used our tax dollars. They, they, they put us in debt over it. Right, right. right. They, they raised prices. They we had inflation because of it. Right. Well, I mean, we had inflation for other reasons too. No, but that's like a big one. COVID and all kinds of yeah, crazy that's things that went one. on. Yeah. That uh, really caused the well, inflation. Well, if you, because you, when COVID happened, you had all the truck drivers that just dipped off and never came back. And right. whether Ukraine had ever happened or not, that still would have caused a major dent to the economy. But it was starting to go up. And the, the inflation when, when Biden increase. first got into office. Did so you, did it, you pay more this taxes is, this year than last year? Yes. On the same amount mm. of money. Yeah. Uh, same amount it, of money. Yeah, I think it's been like this for the last couple of years. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, same amount of money. My my check doesn't go very far anymore. Until no. it makes good money. Well, everything oh, costs man, more. I mean, exactly. Everything is going up. Look at all the Medicare. Exactly. Look at all the insurances. Exactly. Look at everything that's going up this past right, year. But I think all, all that all that would have happened without Ukraine because no. of COVID. No. Yeah, Ro COVID, no. COVID wrecked all that. That's COVID started it. Ukraine amplified it, and the border is making it worse. Well, I was even going to mm. say this. I was even going to say this. So when they were doing the debates in 2020, right, as, as we're approaching Election Day, the economy started <clears throat> to recover, right? right? And it continued to recover and actually even started doing really good right when Biden got into office, like right at the end of January, beginning of February of 21, the, the economy started boosting. I was doing a lot of trading then. No, it, right. was, it was, the, dude, it was excellent. The, yeah, right. the financial markets yeah, were like, I'm, beautiful. I'm still, paying, I'm still paying like 245 right now for gas at a gas pump. R right, I, I but, then you you, you, but then you were But then, yeah, but then you weren't. <laughs> Like, Years like, ago, hell. And 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 the other thing is is so <coughs> once Ukraine kicked off and we started getting those packages, our fuel started going up and inflation started to hit. We actually didn't have the inflation issue with normal household goods until Biden was in office, and it was a yeah. while. He was right. like six but months into the, right, right. But that's because COVID had ended and. The truck drivers and the people who were working transportation didn't come back. Like if you look, like if you look at the numbers of people who are out delivering freight now compared to 2019, 
it's over like a 50% drop. And that's still to this day. Well, I mean, I, I think there's a, there, there's, there's, a there's more to that than just COVID and people not coming back. Um, there's well, a mean, lot there, of truck driving not, jobs. Just not a, just, yeah, oh, yeah. There, there, there's tons of truck driving jobs out there. And, and so why aren't they being taken today? Exactly. Why not? Like, 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 I don't get it. Like, I actually, I, I don't, it, I don't it, know it, where it, all I these people it, used to do the, something. They, they're doing other things now. They're not driving trucks. They went and had to find other jobs. Because they had to still live, right? Like uh, right. Well, of course they did. Drivers, yeah. Independent truck drivers weren't getting a supplement check from a company because they're you know they're independent contractors, so they had to find other work. Right. No, I I, I find I, I find it baffling why truck drivers are gone. Like they're still gone. Like right. in in Arizona, I mean, they will literally like if you say yes <laughs> to driving a truck. They will like pull you out of bed every morning, oh, yeah, throw you in school for free. Yes, she got her CDL. She just got it. She, and did they do everything for her? Like, uh, yeah, they trained her and everything. Yeah, they'll, oh, yeah, they'll literally like come to your house, pull you out of bed, put you in a put you to school, make you help you pass the test. Yeah, that's <laughs> take what they did for her. You, they, they, yeah. they even housed her because she lives in Prescott, and they moved her down here and 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 let her live in a facility down here, and they trained her how to drive a truck yeah but people don't want to do that i mean i'll be fair like i i don't know about you russ but i don't want to freaking drive a truck no at least that that whatever she's doing for you all especially over here on the eastern seaboard man when i go through the apps i don't want to do that every day that's crazy well there's some people that you know it'd be a great job for them I mean, it pays very well. So if you if you need a job, I mean, oh yeah, well, like the go. guy the guy I got my land from and that owns all this cotton here, he had a freight company that shut down because he couldn't get drivers, and he was offering startup pay at one hundred sixty thousand a year. That's wow! And nobody would nobody, like he just couldn't get people. Like, <laughs> he'd, he'd give you a fifty thousand dollars sign on bonus, one hundred sixty thousand a year, four weeks vacation. And that's a dangerous job. I work with a guy like now, like that. He's my only other person I work with for my company that lives in Tucson. And he used to be a UPS driver, but he retired out of UPS. And I didn't even know. I, I had no freaking clue how much UPS drivers make. I had no clue. Like they make so much money. Like you get a starting position at UPS, you're going to make $30 an hour. Wow. Like right. newbie, right? He was making $61 an hour wow. when he left UPS. And this is what he told me today that made me, you guys talking about this. I was like, dude, he was just talking about it. I was saying, dude, is that like the king job? Is the driver actually the king job at UPS? And he's like, hey. well, he's like, the drivers make more than the managers do. I can tell you that. Wow. But he says there is something that's bigger. What? It's the daily haulers. What's that? What's a daily? The, they, they're the the truck drivers. They're the okay. guys who drive from facility to facility every day. Like so, in Tucson, it's an overnight. So he never wanted to do it, even though he was offered it several times. But he said there's guys there that are making like a hundred and fifty bucks an hour. Dang. All right. Yeah. But like so, they work eight hour shifts. Up? 
You want to know what the WEF wants to do with those jobs? They want to destroy those jobs and only have drones deliver everything. That's what the WEF wants. In well, yeah, just have the drones deliver big packages to people and everything and let them break. Well, the the, so, the whole whole thing with like it's like how are they going to do that? They like like they do this stuff, they say this stuff, and then you're like, okay, well, how are you going to get all of those goods from one big city to another big city? Oh, yeah. well, we'll use a train, an electric train. Okay, then we already have trains, so you're going to update the train. Uh, no, we're not money for that right now, but yeah, in the future, like it's like it's like they're just they're double talking themselves, is what I'm and saying. That could be Scott, but that's my, the idea is these people do not have your best interest. They want to take a, a good paying job like that and destroy it for people. That's their plan. Well, Whether it happens or not, I don't know, but that's I, I can tell you like a company like UPS or FedEx, they're dying for people who want to move up the ranks, right? So they have a hard time. But here's the other thing. So because when the WEF comes around to these companies and say, hey, why don't you use drones as their way of getting involved and wiggling well, their way? I mean, way drone, well, drone technology destroy. is pretty cool, though, to be honest. Not when it takes a $150,000 job away from a family, it ain't. Well, it's still, okay, so, right? so like, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's necessarily an evil thing. They just, it's a way of progressing. Most of my, most of my career, like the longest position I ever held, I worked on ATM machines. I heard even as far back as over 20 years ago that my job was taking jobs away from other people. But I said, then what about my job? Because if I wasn't taking jobs from other people, I wouldn't have a career. There wouldn't be a career doing what I did. Right. So then, the whole thing and, with the drone... They they they're they're looking for drone operators here in Tucson right now like crazy. Yeah, they can't find people to do it. And then you had to be, have people to do maintenance on drones and okay. right. That's what they're looking. Job. That's what they're looking I'm for. Just, and because it's the WEF wants to do it, I'm so anti it. I do not want that. I want people to be able to do the job and not machine. Because look at look at the grocery store. I can check myself out now. Now all those people are not with jobs. They don't have. That's the, a beautiful thing. Yeah, but that all the people because I've worked on those. I've worked on those self checkouts. There's a ton of people who that whole industry that provides manufacturing jobs, that uh, provides design jobs, engineering jobs, um, coordination, dispatching, technicians, fleet management. How many jobs did that open up, that self-checkout? It's not what you think it is. Like, okay, so they, they hire, they got rid of two or three extra clerks at the store. Right. But how many more jobs did they open up? Because those machines work like shit. Because <laughs> right. it's kind of the thing like that stuff is hard to get people to use. Yeah, it's hard to get people to use them. They they don't always work great. They're, yeah, they're getting better. Every I mean, I, I check out. Ding, ding, you need a clerk. Oh, oh. I'm Yeah, because they don't work at the freaking market. Yeah, and I, and yeah, I will say. To fix it. That's a job. Yeah. Oh, they have to do a lot more than that. Then you have to pay for uh, cash services. 
So now, now you have another another thing that needs to be emptied and refilled all the time, and that's expensive, and that requires a lot of brute force. It's guys. I mean, a lot, a lot of the jobs I'm describing are man jobs, transporting money, fixing things, designing things, like like all of those things. Those are that's that's man work. I love when men do man work. I love it. Well, we're not discriminating women, so but you know, no, no. It's I want to discriminate for a minute. Oh, well, you you would have loved what I was doing on Monday night. I I, I literally I literally grinded on a an old fashioned night drop. Yeah, for 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 freaking like ten hours straight. Like, like I I, I had a uh, I swear I almost got a sunburn from the amount of grinding and, and drilling that I did in one day. I worked on a site for 15 hours. That's you know, awesome. it's insane. That's Absolutely insane. That would have been so hot. A female would have walked by and be like, damn, that's sexy. You're doing man work. No, I just got, I was in Tempe. I just got asked for change every hour. <laughs> you probably did. <laughs> you probably did. Especially if it's by that little river thing, you probably. Did. You know, this guy comes up to me. He he was there. He delivered the product, and then he I was supposed to train him. He was supposed to be this new company out there in the valley. They're supposed to be. They want to take this work, and we're willing to give it because we have. I have so much of it. I mean, I'm traveling to Vegas. I'm traveling all over the state all the time. I need somebody who can actually do man work, right? This guy shows up in a cowboy hat, cowboy boots, with a big freaking oh, side, with a, bri- a really big, speaking my r- really big freaking sidearm, d- is complaining that I'm not armed. And I, I'm in Tempe. I'm in a liberal city. Your liberal cities are dangerous. And I'm like, dude, this, this is a college town. What are you talking about? I'm from There's Tucson. Was he John yeah, Wayne in disguise? Nothing though. Nothing like like Tucson is. And first off, I'm in a bank. I'm in a J.P. Morgan Chase. Well, I, feel, I, feel I can like go dude. press a button on the wall, and the SWAT right. team would fly out of the sky. All right. Well, not only that, dude. Have you ever seen what a grinder does to someone's face? Right. Like, exactly. I'm sure, I'm sure it's not pretty. I'm sure it's and, not pretty, man. And so here's the thing. Then he then he sees what I'm doing, and he's like. Oh man, that that's like, you're. Oh, uh, I'm like he didn't offer to help. He, I'm supposed to be training him. He didn't offer to help. He kept going out back out to his truck. He had little clicky cowboy boots. You know, and the, 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 he walk he walk back. He come and look and I see him kind of look kind of sideways at me, at, at what I'm doing. He's like, man, that that's real, real rough right there. What you're doing right there. It's like. And he's a buckle bunny. <laughs> right, right. And I, I, I'm like, he did that three or four times. I got on the phone with my corporate and I said, you need to ask this guy to leave. Scott, I don't yeah. think it was big enough for the two of you. <laughs> like he's, he's in my way. I'm, it's like I'm babysitting a seven year old. While I'm trying to work on this, seven-year-old cowboy. He was waiting for noon times at Sunday. Oh, he came up. I'm like sitting there, like talking about, like, like, oh, can you uh, move this? Can we get this done like this? Blah blah blah. There's another guy helping me for my company. We're doing all this stuff. We're you know running around, pulling out big power tools, and you know, 
all this kind of crazy stuff. And this guy's sitting there talking about, like, yeah, I just got this new 9mm. Looks pretty, looks pretty good. Uh, microphone flashing? Because <laughs> he's probably, he's probably wants to laugh at me. I think he's sending you Morris code, bro. Yeah. SOS. Yeah. Like, like, I, I, you know what? But, but he's not an example of anything except of today's workforce. Like, I got that job. I, I bid out that job for this company. That job has been rejected for over a year and a half by major corporations in the United States. And me, myself, is the only person who took that job. Like, no, I'm really proud of you. Good job. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, like, and it only took you 15 hours, too, dude. That's crazy. 15, 15 hours. That's it. By myself. Only thing I required from I'm my company. I'm mad at you that you were in Tempe and didn't call me. Yeah, it's not like super close, but it's closer than Tucson. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Scott. Great job. <laughs> I well, were couldn't you get to work if I you call you. Yeah, Amber said she'd I, come down there and drilled and then grinded with you. I would have watched and I would have been like, oh, you missed this spot. She'd be oh, over there. Don't you think it'd be better if you just start yes. from that angle and kind of hit yes. over here on this screen? Yes. Like, I think. Well, what does this triangle of tools look like it do? Yeah, she's yeah, a woman. That's exactly do? what she'd do, man. What does this one do? And she'd be over there telling you how to do it, man. Exactly. Like, oh, no, no, yeah. I don't think you're drilling that right. Maybe if you stood up and kind of pushed down and. Yeah. <laughs> What's this X mark on the ground for? Oh, we go the wrong way. <laughs> She's like, arch your back, arch your back, arch your back. Yeah, pretty much. Expert level. <laughs> When's lunchtime? <laughs> yeah. You want a piece of gum? You look like you need a piece of gum. You want a piece of gum? You need a piece I only said one rude. I only said one rude thing to that guy. And it was like, he was like, how are you guys going to move that? Because it's the whole big old night drop head, the brand new one, right? Um, it was actually the new one on the pallet. And, and he's like, how are you guys going to move that? I got to take my pallet jack with me. And me and the other guy go, come on. Gets on one side, gets on the other side. We pick it up and we move it off of the pallet jack, put it down on the ground. And say, can you get this piece of shit pallet, jet, or pallet out of the way <laughs> of, our, of our work area? It's like... It's like, can you do anything? Can you even move a pallet by yourself? Do you even know what a pallet looks like? Wow. It was just, it was just, it was pathetic. Wow. Like, he comes in, he came in, dude, he had like a 354, uh, 350 Ford, like, crew cab truck uh -huh. with an enclosed trailer that lowered all the way to the ground. Like, that was not a real cowboy because real cowboys do work. That guy was a fake cowboy. Oh, yeah. And then when he's talking about how he's scared of liberals, I'm like, you're a pussy, oh, is what you are. God. Yeah, give me a break. Like, you got to car carry a gun cowboy. because of the weird hippie people in oh, Tempe. Oh, my God. Like in the college. Oh, the college kids are coming to me. Like, it's like, it's well, like. The, the only thing I'd be scared of in that area is like the druggy home, 
homeless people because you just don't know. But I wasn't even do. there. I could tell you what street corner I was on. I was at like I think it was McClintock in Southern. That's like, not too far from the That's school. like no, it's not, but it's like also suburban. Yeah. It's, it's not like by the park, that's for sure. Because, you know, the park by Tempe Town Lake, they're just full of it right there. At right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, and this is this is a, way, a ways from that, yeah. like, by foot, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, we did get some people who walked up. Like I said, there's the people like, like, hey, what are you guys doing? Like, but they were like, they may have been like weird, kind of like maybe quasi-homeless people, but they were yeah. like, most of them were friendly. I mean, Tempe's like kind of like, your 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 version of a mini Tucson inside of Phoenix, it's, right? It's you know, yeah. it's it's like I know how to deal with those people. You 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 just talk nice to them; they go away. Like you don't even yeah. have to be like, forceful about anything. No. Like just just say hi, like hey, and then they'll hey, end up walking away. You? What's it, if, What's but if you're an asshole, then all of a sudden the crazy lunatic side of those people <laughs> will come out like quickly. You get like, all the John Wayne lookalikes and everything thinking, oh, this town ain't big enough for the both of us, Pilgrim. You're going to have to get the hell out of here after 7 o'clock tonight. I things were a little bit better when I was going to school down there. And because um, there, there was a time that I ended up doing night school down there. And I'd have to park my car really far and walk to classes really far. So I'm just glad like there wasn't as many homeless and druggies when I was going to school down there. It's gotten a lot worse since I graduated. Yeah, everywhere you go, was this like was this like in the in the nineties when you were going to no. school there? No, no, I went in like I graduated in two thousand six. Oh wow! Damn, I I lived in Tempe then. You did? Uh huh. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. When I Donald first moved Trump's to Arizona, Christina Bob, she was going to school, and I'm pretty sure she went to ASU. At the same time as me. Wow. Because we Yeah, talked. no, I, I lived in Tempe from like 2001 to like 2004. Yeah, I was at school at that time at ASU. Yeah. Uh, I liked it there. I loved I it there. I graduated in 2006. And I'd walk Mills Avenue just fine. Like, I wasn't scared. Mill yeah, Avenue. Yeah, I... I'd 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 stroller my newborn baby down Mill <laughs> Avenue back then. Yeah. Oh, you had like, kids back then. I'd I'd one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, Remember it was. when everyone would go cruising down Mill Avenue. Yeah, it was it was totally yeah. fun. It was fun. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're a '90s person. You're a '90s person. You would have remembered like like the meat puppets and what the Goo Goo Dolls. And all of them were like playing yep. there mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah, dude, like, I was uh, I, I was rocking around in Afghanistan in two thousand one, two thousand two. Roger Klein was in Tempe then. Same same that was kind in high of uh, two thousand one, two thousand two. <laughs> yeah, it was like I the same kind of uh, climate, man. Like you I know, Arizona, Afghanistan, same kind of climate, dude. Did you ever yeah. go to the Vine down there? No, but my neighbor did. <laughs> I used to, yeah, I used to go to the Vine. I used to go to the library. I used to go to like all the things. Family on Faith, Mill welcome. DIU, welcome. Auntie Tina, hey, how are you? Yeah, no, I, I, I was a family man when I lived there, like big time. So, um, I, I went to. When you got married. 
Uh, 21. Oh, okay. I was yeah. 23 when I got married. So I didn't, I got, I graduated. I, my last semester of school, I got married. My last semester of school, I got married. So I was and so you're, And so you're 29 now, right? Yes, that's right, George. Yeah. Good nap. Good nap. And wow, Scott's 47. <laughs> Not quite. Oh, I love it. Scott's 47. I like it. Not quite. Not quite? Oh, okay. Not quite. Was your add, wife add a 10 more that years of that. Was your What's wife up? Was your wife a student at ASU? No, no, we 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 were both uh, we were both from well, we both met in California. I can't I can't say she was from California, but um, we both met in California. I'm I'm from California. She's from been, uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Talking, I'm talking about. It may be awkward if only one of you had met in California. No, no, yeah, yeah I know, huh? <laughs> no, and you were living in Tempe. Did either one of you go to ASU? No, 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 no. I was working full-time. Because 21, I mean, maybe your wife went, because that's still college age. No, no, she she moved out there. She, I remember she used to be the manager at Burger King when we first moved out there. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so, uh, the, 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 the one right there, University of Mill. Okay, yeah, I know where that one is. Next to Zia Records. <laughs> yep. Yeah, hey. no... Oh my god, how can sorry, you not sorry, have we're, 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 you do? Ugh, you disgust me. <laughs> you with those Burger King restaurants. How dare you? I don't, I, don't I, I still don't get the whole, like, I moved to this state and, like, like, people in California don't care about anything. They don't care about college sports. They don't care about schools, alma maters, anything. I moved to Arizona and it's like, like, where do you live? You live in Tempe? Fuck ASU. Like, what? Yeah. Well, fuck you like, 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 and and I'm and I'm like, what? Oh, what is that? He, like, yeah, what is it? What? Yeah, what does that mean? He's like, yeah. I moved down. Man. I moved down here, and like, you know, this this guy was like, no, whatever, dude. You got Berkey over there in California. Oh, you're you're a you're a Phoenix person. Bear down, motherfucker. And I'm like, yeah. I would have gone to Wasamana. You like, dude? What the hell does that even mean, dude? I I have met some like really Phoenix. I have met some real poignant assholes in my life from Berkeley. And they're proud oh, from being from Berkeley. Berkeley. That's why. Yeah, I'm from Berkeley. That yeah. might be that might that that city where might as well you? be a closed-in fortress at this point. <laughs> like, where did you? Exactly. They'd be like, where did you get your degree in psychology? Oh, the University of Texas. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's a good impression. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But they, oh, the Tucson people take it just a little tad more, more like crazier than the ASU people with the U of A rivalry thing. Because when we when they come up here, it's a it's a lot different. When we went down there for the ASU U of A game, I mean they were beating our people up. I mean it was insane. Like it, it there was just a level of craziness that. You just didn't have up here. Yeah, it sounds right, like something right. like the army versus I, the navy. Okay, game I, I shared this on Russ's show. I was on the outside of normal, and I was driving around, and I took a picture of someone's license plate, and I posted it on his show. The license plate was the personalized ASU plate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, right with the with the the trident thing. Mm -hmm. 
and their personal license plate said sucks. Like well, that's I what was they like, say. that's what they, especially when they come up here, they always say when we're doing our chant, when our bands like pumping us up and then they, and we say, they, they do their music and then we say, Hey, ASU and they say, Suck. <laughs> that's what they do to us. Yeah. Well, we that, used to do well, the like, same thing like that. There's not, there's there's not like left. fights like down there when we went we won't ever go again like our friends are getting beat up in the bathrooms because we were <laughs> fans like that's insane we'll never go to tucson again for that ever that's like, like dude that's like eagles man the philadelphia eagles they, they beat up people when they win right they win the game that's what people. that's what i was just gonna say <laughs> no, so when, they didn't. <laughs> you, you 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 have a you go to fourth avenue if they lose everybody's really yeah, it's everybody's really disgruntled. Everybody almost wants to start a fight with you. And if they win, they're literally turning over cars. Cars, yes. Oh, yeah, dude. That's a, we had that for high school down here. There's a place yes. called Gaffney down here in South Carolina, the high schools. When uh, any Rock Hills team goes down there, it's just a football team. They won't even let students go down anymore. They, they want to talk about to how. Police escorts. Yeah, they want to talk about how bad the insurrection was when U of A won the NCAA championship. They destroyed, destroyed Fourth Avenue. Houston. Yes. Yeah, they destroyed uh -huh. it. They turned over like like dozens of cars. cars. They yep. set them on fire. Yep. They broke out store windows. They just like everything was broken. They broke street signs, trees, like like they just that's how they celebrate. Yeah, like you know, like crazy. You, you speak of the NCAA, dude. Back in uh, I think it was like '88, uh, Charlotte held the NCAA uh, championships up here, and because it was such a like back then, it was a rural city. It wasn't like what it is now. Um, to get the uh, NCAA to come there and uh, everything, they built a fake city on Independence oh. Boulevard. Um, they built, it was like 40 different bars, hotels, and they, they did it within like three months. And it was like a pop-up ghost town kind of town. Like the front was all done. The fronts of the building were all done. And the back was just like concrete blocks put together. I've actually got uh, breaking news that just happened right now. Uh-oh. I'm making, making sure that it's legit. Hey, so... Michael. It kind of looks like there was a an attack. Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pakistan has conducted a strike on Iran. Wow. Uh, that just uh, it just happened right now. So. Um, Well, guys, my phone's about to die, so I'm going to let you go. But have a good show. And it was a fun show. Good job. Sam. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us, Amber May. Yeah, it was awesome seeing you, Amber. Yeah, it was good seeing you. Take care. Bye, Tick. Have fun with those tight ends. Bye, BP. If you're still <laughs> have fun Yeah, so. Oh, I'm, I'm not getting. <laughs> you're not getting what? 
No, I'm not getting much information, but this is what I have. So Pakistan strikes Iran. Iran state media reports that there's been seven casualties, including four children, all non-Iranian nationals in retaliatory missile strikes two days after Iran's own own strike. Jesus so, Christ. Why would they want so to the, the, that on Yeah, like this is something, like I said, this is out of left field for me. I didn't expect these two countries to get beef all of a sudden um and i and i bet you anything india's loving the shit out of this like they're like they're like oh, yeah. fuck you both i hate both of you go ahead and burn each other down like <laughs> like yeah. like yeah Christ. oh my oh my gosh yeah and it's funny because cnn is not even reporting any of that either or msn so what's, yeah, up no, the, and, what's up with Iran, man? There's a, on one corner they're supporting a, a country that starts with a P. On the other corner they're fighting a country that starts with a P. Who's the who's the who's the, the, the other? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I wouldn't call them a country, but maybe right, that's just it, me. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, well, I, I, I know this is probably not really good to talk about on podbean but um uh iran pussied out on supporting palestine so uh in all actuality like they they, they could have saw those attacks i mean israel is has a planned set idea on how to basically level gaza right yeah. and they're doing it they're literally doing it they may be even more than they may be almost finished at this point and now the news is going away because israel is just doing the work they're basically like a construction crew now they're military and where, where's iran where, where's all these big bad words right there's nothing right, right, right. there's nothing no they're like oh wait a minute well uh, yeah we don't like pakistan Woo! like well, like that's it's what, that, that's weird. <laughs> and, and instead of being like well we're gonna do this and you know solidify our support they they attack pakistan it's just well i i just find sense. it really like a really pussy place to be to go like Iran, you're supporting Palestine. How do you feel about Israel doing this or the United States doing this? And they're like, I don't know. It's okay. Like, that's like their answer. It's like, it's yeah, nothing substantial. Know. Like, they have no, nothing substantial. They're just like, ah, whatever. You know, kids will be kids. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't think they, they don't want to. I don't think they want to be seen as on the. I don't know. Like they don't want to be seen as an aggressor against Israel. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's where it boils down to. But they don't mind funding the people that are. I mean, publicly. I can look it up in case I'm misspeaking. But Pakistan is a war monster compared to Iran. Like the amount of troops that Pakistan could just just unload on iran would be unbelievable be a seismic event like so i don't know what this war is all about there's so many people in pakistan like it just seems dangerous to me and they instigated it obviously we know they instigated it took two days for pakistan to to retaliate you know, retaliate again 
retal I can't even say that word retaliate. right. Retaliate. Retaliate against them. Yeah. Like there you go. Yeah. So yeah. It, it doesn't it doesn't seem to to make any sense. <clears throat> like oh. it's it's not like Pakistan would have been like a like an Algerjaban, right? Like we we know they have uh something going on with uh our Armenia and Algerjaban and that, like them them like getting involved in that. Yeah, I get that. Iran could be kind of the big brother of that scenario, but Pakistan no, that's not the scenario. No, I agree. That's, yeah, you, what was you going to say, Alice? Oh, Scott, um, what what actually sparked off Pakistan doing that to Iran? Iran attacked them two days ago. Mm -hmm. What was that? What, what was that for then? What happened there? What I, I, I don't. No one knows. Like, there's no ground level. Uh. Like, like just clear as day. It seemed like like an attack like i just like it just provoked it i'm doing a bit of research right. on it and it's just like well what caused this why did they do that you know right and then i put that 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 statement from the pakistan government um like i'm provoked to attack i mean they're character for iran to do that i mean they haven't been a war in any wars they haven't been warmongering they've been quite peaceful for what 230 years pretty much they haven't even gone to war well i wouldn't i wouldn't say America. that they, they 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 love the uh middle eastern ground war right i mean they they had their you know when we went into iraq that's what iraq that's what saddam hussein was doing right he was waging war against iran mm-hmm so we were his friend, right? He was a friend before the enemy kind of thing, right? We used to be Saddam's friend because they were going against the Ayatollah in Iran. So they were attacking the borders. Iraq looked like they were going to end up getting land, right, from Iran at one point. Well, Iraq was pretty much promised a deal with the car industry in America, too, just before that. They had a massive deal. Right. That was another thing. They were, they were actually quite friendly with America, um, Iraq, really, when you look at diplomatic-wise. Oh, well, yeah, they thought Saddam Hussein was their new golden boy at one time. They just don't talk about this shit. You know, because well, Saddam Hussein was a crazy madman. Nebuchadnezzar, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, he did, yeah. He, he built. He rebuilt the temple. <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar, right near... Yeah, he actually built his temple right near the Nebuchadnezzar's... Um, I forget the name of the, um, the building there, the big building that, that he had. He, he yeah, he rebuilt the old temple, and yeah, but but were the Euphrates and the Tigris split? This right. Is so, the, and, is it over a river? Is it over a battle with Pakistan? Have they got any geographic ties to a certain river outlet? Or right. The, there, so there might be. I just have. I I don't know because you know what? Honestly, I know like Pakistan is a majority Muslim country now, but at the same time, they're they're like you know they're different people you know what i mean like yeah. persians are persian uh, you know you know iranian people are very unique um in the middle east and pakistan pakistan people like they don't even call them they don't call themselves even pakistan people i can't remember the two majorities but i know one of them's urdu right so so it's like lucky. it's like heard of that. Yeah, terminology there. right Right. So like, like there's that. And those are the people that have more of the relationship with Indian culture, right? Even though they're, well, they're Indian, Muslim, well, they Hinduism, have that. Aren't they? That's where they could have. No, it, it just matters where you are, right? 
isn't that right? Isn't yeah, India it, yeah. It, it might it might be, but like so there's some regions that would be hundred percent, and then there's some regions that are going to be hundred percent Sikh, and then there's other regions that are they're Muslim. Um, like it's just like yeah, and I don't I I don't so they're all yeah they're all not. Um, the same as Iran. So there is that. So that might be a clue that we don't know about yet. This could go back to, um, I like Mohammed's one cousin better than the other cousin. I mean, but I mean, Pretty that, much, that yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like it could be, you know, yeah. you, like the, the whole, the whole thing with that. Cause I know Iran is really isolated with that belief. Like they go with the one cousin of Mohammed mm -hmm. And then the other, almost every other Muslim in the world goes with the other way, right? They go with the Saudi Arabia way. They go with the Mecca line. You know, they go with, they go with, like, we'll call it mainstream, right? So they have their own, they have their own uh, lineage, I guess you could call it. So, yeah, it's just, it's just, but it's still, like, I don't, why? Like, the two big countries, you would think even that, like, like Islamic sect fight? No, I, I, I even kind of don't believe that. It could be, but they wouldn't, you know, more than just an attack on virtually a country itself. I, I almost want, I almost, I almost like the idea that there's something that we we don't know yet about resources, like you said, like a river. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I reckon. Right. Something to do with a resource. That's what I mentioned. Water. Like maybe, maybe they're close. Like, I look at a map and see, because, you know, Iran, like I said, is involved in that uh, Azerbaijan-Armenia uh, conflict, right? Like, mm -hmm. is, is, is provoking Pakistan going to get a side going on that? Um, so who's there like, might who's be... Like, um, who's India with? Is India closer to um, Iran than anything? Uh, on the other side. So b b basically, uh, yeah, yeah, basically, uh, Pakistan is the armpit where India is the arm and Iran is the torso, right? If, if you think about that way, the way that world works over there, like, so like if you, yeah, you, so you travel up into Pakistan and down into Iran or, or vice versa into India, like, yeah, yeah. But, they, but they, you have to think those cultures don't really have much to do with the none of those cultures. They're very, very individual, right? This might be a, a silly question, but uh, to you, you know, but um, who is stronger than um, Pakistan or India out of the two nations? Who do you think in your research is the strongest? Well, uh, you know, if you want, I can actually look that up. Um, I would say I India. More towards India. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think, and I think it's more of a recent thing that India would, would be. They've got high numbers in population. I think they're 1.4 billion now, India. Well, well, so, well, so does so does Pakistan, and I think that's yeah, one of those secret. It's like almost like no one talks about how big the population is. I think India's technology, military is stronger. Um, I think that's what stands out to me is that they got more of a. I don't know how you put it. They seem to be a bit more of a smarter people. But but it's the it's the allies where Pakistan has always. Yeah. We, 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 we advertise as Americans that Pakistan is, is not a good nation for us, but in, in reality, we are more of an ally with Pakistan than we are with India. Yeah, that's like in, India is more of an ally with Russia and China. Yeah. 
but but at the same time um like modi it was a modi and trump were all about making negotiations to just basically let's wipe the old world away right yeah but let's, india's india's more of a friendship with russia and china than a, a pact aren't they like under any sort of pact treaty or um warfare um involvement well right? like just india india and china kind of have to be allies right because of the tigers river and the water supply that uh is there anything being supplies all of india it comes through china yeah. yeah i can understand that with you know just being friends sort of thing and that agreements and that like handshakes and all that but are they actual power like if we went to war with china would that involve india automatically having to join in that's what i pretty much mean. i think india would stay neutral mm. as long as possible i believe unless they will threaten themselves I think okay so I'll, I'll give you i'll give you uh the rundown i'm putting those two countries up against each other so india currently yeah. ranks in in global firepower ranks fourth in the world and pakistan ranks ninth um here are the here are the main categories to to compare india has more manpower india has more air power pakistan has more land power india has a bigger navy india has more natural resources india has more finances India has more logistics and Pakistan has a geography advantage. So that's how it is. So Pakistan only has the, the land power. So they have more tanks, basically. They have more tanks and they have better geography. Well, that's interesting than India. because even Iran, I think that ranks number three or no, number five, isn't it? Iran on the military scale of world power dominance, so, so to speak, with with arms they're, they're under so they're even stronger than pakistan as well then aren't they on that does that graph show you that as well what yeah I, I can i can do that i can i can i can build it however sure i want iran, uh, I, iran is 14th yeah. so they're 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 even lower really? than pakistan that's why wow yeah Oh, yeah. Right. If you, yeah. So if you, if you, here's the current, it's U.S., Russia, China, India, South Korea, United Kingdom, Japan, Turkey, Pakistan, Italy, France, Brazil, Indonesia, Iran. That's fourteen. Egypt, and then you, Australia. <laughs> I'm surprised we're even on that. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and here, I'm going to round up the top 20 just because. So you're 16. Israel is 17th. Ukraine is 18th. Germany is 19th. And Spain is 20. Yeah, Ukraine is just... Yeah. Weaker than Australia. Oh, that's not, that has to be because of our alliance with America, surely. What, that you're 16th? Yeah, that, we're, that Germany's lower than us. I can't see that. Like we're only twenty seven million. We haven't got really that much here, you know. Well, 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 well yeah, no. So, so you're right. So it is because of our their alliance. Because of the alliance with America, Germany actually has less military. Yeah, we wouldn't even be on that map if it wasn't for America and England. Right, but you guys actually have to have the mechanics right because of of because your your own continent you got you you guys got to take care of a whole continent 
Like, well, even though wrong. it's a small one, right? You have to take care of the whole freaking thing. So you have a lot of machinery, right? I'm sure you guys have great logistics. You guys have great Navy. You know, you, you probably don't. I, I wouldn't think that you... Right. Yeah. Right. Like you know, your your finances aren't terrible, right? As far as world, right? Um, you probably don't have much land power. Like you, you don't have a shit ton of tanks all over the place. But you probably have no. air force. Coastal. We're more. Yeah, we're more coastal. I'd say more than anything. Right. Right. So. Invasion coastal. And plus, we've got one of the yeah, it's a, it's, um, like all gathering agencies here in Pine Gap as well. I think it's the second or first or second largest in the world of um, intelligent. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's something I guess we've got on top of our sleeve, a bit, bit of information. Yeah, the, the, a lot of other countries the, wouldn't have when it comes to certain things. The, the big points on Australia is it's a top 10 global producer of natural gas. It's a top 10 global producer of coal. And and a positive that it lacks sharing borders with any regional neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Our main like those are your those are your bonuses. China. I mean, we're only twenty seven million. Indonesia's got geez, over two hundred million up there, just right above us on a little island, pretty much. That's one probably be one thing I'd be looking out for. They're very quiet though, to a degree, even though a lot of right. focus on China pretty much taking over Australia eventually. Um, yeah, I'd be more worried. Well, I mean, I think, I think the biggest, like you guys are close to, oh, I, 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 that's probably not a good term to use. You guys are a lot closer to like jungle Asia. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, yeah, sort of New Guinea, I guess. Yeah. Right, right. Sort of, like, right. Yeah. Right, you know, right. You, it's like just right up there. I mean, I know it's way far, but still it's just just north of you all of the we'll call it jungle asia um man vietnam is like totally building up their military right now because they just they don't like anybody yeah, they don't like anybody yeah, pretty much <laughs> like they don't pretty trust much. there's not one other asian country that the vietnamese trust they might have a little bit of partnership with people who go east no west of them i mean yeah west mm -hmm. Like maybe like, you know, Laos, Cambodia, Thailand, that kind of thing. They'll, they'll like, they're, they're okay with that region, but anybody who's in front of them, like, I don't think they care for, I think they hate the Filipino people in Vietnam. They don't like Chinese people because they don't like being called Chinese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, like they have a lot of animosity and and like I said, they have a huge military that they're building over there. And no one talks about it because they don't, well, they don't have to use it yet. Just, I just, just think. Side, like, just going back a bit. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Scott, you hadn't finished. I thought you were finished. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I was just going to say, going back to Australia again, um, I heard 10-ish 10, 10 years ago, maybe more, that Indonesia, they're teaching already in the schools that half of Australia is owned by them. They call it Indo-Australia. Now, I this is, um, I'm going back at least 15 years, this was brought out, and China um, have had a treaty. This is going a bit behind the scenes, of course, not too much out in the, you know, your local newspaper, but China's already um, done a pact with Indonesia to take over Australia, like eventually, probably even in my lifetime. And, um, but they're going to divide Australia up 
So I don't know if you've ever heard of that theory that they're going to call the top half pretty much Indonesia and the bottom half is going to be run by China. Pretty much a straight line through from Sydney across virtually halfway through the country. All south will be run by the Chinese and all north will be given because of the treaty or the invasion they're going to do together. It'd be like you know, break up the uh, the spoils, so to speak. So Indonesia gets the top half and China gets the bottom. Have you ever heard how, of that? How long? No, no. How long have you been hearing that? Oh, well, when I first heard it, it would have been, I'd say, close to 10 to 15 years ago. Wow. Okay. And they're, they're actually, I heard too that they're already teaching the way back then of that half of Australia in the schools of Indonesia is Indo Australis or something they call it. And they teach in the half of Australia is owned by Indonesia in their schooling system. And that's going back 15 odd years ago. So who knows is it, do they, do they take claim? Are they using like, like the, are they using a cultural connection to, to reaffirm those types of claims? Nope, nope, nothing like that. No, nothing like that. Wow. Oh shit. Nothing to do with anything that we we own it because of where you know we once lived there twenty thousand years ago. Nothing like that at all. It's just that we're taking the freaking land and that's it. You know, <laughs> island's getting too small for a country, and, and we need space, man. And you've got it down there. We're well, in, um, yeah, I, I can respect. Th- I I hate to say this, but I can respect that style of fair game over. Like it come out whiny. very prominent back then, and it just went quiet, mate. I've heard nothing from it pretty much since. Wow. Then, ever since. And it just went around yeah. there. I'd love to talk to an Indonesian and find if that's fact still to this day, or if they heard about that happening back then, that the schools were actually taught that half of Australia is, is their country pretty much, or going to be. Right. Which yeah, like have a pack with china i mean china's coming through that way why not you know join in with them and then yeah we'll, we'll spit up the lead there you go they're happy china's happy they have to try and fight them <laughs> so that's one big positive for china i guess isn't it and then they just say ah well we'll set up a half of it you know is is indonesia indonesia's right there right like oh yeah right there boats mate. right there boats and they're across in hours pretty much yeah hmm they're an interesting country like i i how they're going to invade us by boat just massive, you know, millions and millions of them just the, they're prominently uh islamic right i'm not sure mate i think they are i think they are but i'm not 100 percent. they are they're, very very um religious i'm not sure which religion it is right. i'm pretty sure it is islam and they're very like you know hand choppers and there's a lot of you, oh. you go um touring in some of those places you won't get out of there alive unless you pay a couple of million mm-hmm. and pretty much that sort of country yeah, great. sort of like guerrilla warfare or up in the hills and the mountains and that. And yeah, a lot of tourists go missing there. We don't hear about it much on mainstream and a lot of them are high rollers. So they, you know, multi-millions of dollars to, and they all send a finger and that sort of thing to the family just to let them know that they're, they're not. Oh, geez. That's sort of. Well, I know, I know in Thailand, good. like the most famous prisoner they have is like somebody that nobody knows who, who this person is. He's an Australian man who smuggled in more heroin into that country than anyone else ever has. And he has a, I think his prison sentence is like 2000 years. Drugs, mate. You only got a bit of weed on you. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're gone pretty much for life. Yeah. And Thailand's one of those. You don't do drugs in Thailand, like at all. Like you smoke, you could is smoking weed in the wrong place can get you locked up for years. Yeah, man. So when accidentally have a joint when you're flying in there, you won't be going home for a long time. I tell you. Right. You want to check your pockets before you fly there. There's another couple of countries around that area that are similar too with their drug laws. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. And in, in, they're just cages. Oh, freaking pits. Oh, the, the jails. Yeah, what is it? Um, uh, the what I'm trying to, the Bangkok Hotel. That's a famous one. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And that, that one's like we're like just... If you had a dog, you'd be ringing bloody animal cruelty welfare or something if you've seen a dog living in it. Yeah. I've heard the worst um, is is between that. It's like between Thailand and the Philippines, the worst jails in the world. And they're basically the both. They're both kind of the same. You just get you just get sent to a big room, and there's like sixty men in that room, and you don't get fed. You don't get to do anything. Um, you're yeah. tired all the time. There's no climate control whatsoever. And you basically just have to get used to sleeping on other men for years. Yeah, I've heard like, they've had to take shifts. That, yeah, they, they've had to take shifts where five men would stand up because there wouldn't be enough room out of the 60. And then they take shifts in who can actually lay down and sleep. That's that bad. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and the one thing that's even crazy about all of Asia, you don't even have to pick a country for this one, is libel law. Like like you could get you get thrown in jail for 20 years for calling like you know calling uh, somebody senile You're right. like if it, if you publicly announce like yeah you probably yeah it's exactly what it is yeah you you publicly announce that like oh yeah you you that osman he's totally senile he's getting old and a bunch of people hear it they hear it in a magazine they hear it on the radio yeah, they can come after you in the first place, right? Yeah, they, they can come after you and send you to jail for 20 years for that. God only knows what they do if you talked about their bloody president or their so-called king or whatever they call them over there. Holy hell, that'd be virtually right. chop your head off, wouldn't it? Chop your hands off or some bloody thing. If they're going to do that to normal civilians, what would they do if you, you, you know, put down the emperor? Well, I've got a I've got a very close friend who lives in Thailand and and i've i've played with her on on the king before like and yeah, she won't yeah, yeah. she won't even do it when she's in a private room yeah, like she won't she won't even talk room, shit too. about the king <laughs> she hates and and that's the thing is like those people hate their king their king is embarrassing it's not like i hate because he's evil it's a hate because he's like embarrassing so because he's like filthy freaking rich, right? He's the richest king in the world. And it's not like the people of Thailand are like, you know, rolling in the dough. <laughs> you know, probably could be worse, but but they're not they're they're definitely not living like the king is. So Yeah, yeah, crazy world. No, I haven't heard about Australia being invaded. I wouldn't worry about it. I think you guys would kick ass. I don't think they'd be prepared for what actually like landing in Australia would would do. I th I think you guys would go freaking commando on them. In the end. He he muted. Yeah. Unmute us. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, you've already it was because of your cheap shot, George. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Is he excited about baseball? Yeah. Oh, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> all my leagues opened up one night. I was like, about damn freaking time. I had to get all the invites for everybody else in any of the leagues. So so we, we I, I think maybe Rush, you probably get it, but some of the other people that are that we have new to it, we're gonna to need to explain to them like how draft is gonna work. You just just pick people from your own team, it's not gonna matter. Right. 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 The but but the one thing you don't wanna do that I was thinking about this is like you don't wanna like if if you're smart and you know you're not gonna be able to do it then you're, you, you'll auto-pick certain people, right. right? You'll go in there and you'll set it up. But most people aren't going to do that because that takes time, right? So it's really important that people attend the draft. Otherwise, George, you're going to be doing an administrative nightmare. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I, I fear this if uh, nobody shows up or if they have other things they got to do this on my own and just select the players. And One at a time. Yeah. Say, like, your number, your come up, Scott, you're not there. And you're right. going to pick your team and everything. I have to put Otani in for you and this one. And I have to pick an Angel in there. I have to put Trout for you and everything like this. Back and right. forth, back and forth. I'm like, Oh, I fear yeah, this. Yeah, we need to let people know if they're not going to be there. You got to do the auto draft. Yeah, well, and, and you, you, you can't do an thing auto too. draft. You can't here's do the thing, the too. No, you can't do an auto draft because what happens if they go on auto draft and they select somebody from the White Sox or the uh, Angels or the Yankees or Cardinals and everybody else has them there, too? And I'm like, pause the draft. I have to stop. Select a person on the team that they selected. Here you go, and then continue the draft on its own and everything. That's why I have the draft set for 120 seconds for each owner to select somebody. That gives them plenty of time. It may take a little bit, but it gives the person plenty of time to select their players. Well, here, I'll, I'll do this. I'll make it a promise. When it gets close to draft time, I won't be one of your problems. I'll yeah, either I'll auto draft or I'll be there, and I, I I'll promise that. So yeah. so you at least I you're that's that's uh you know ten percent you don't have to worry about. Yeah, and that's twenty percent from you. I know Nate Nate will probably be there, so that's thirty percent. Ron's definitely gonna be there, even though he's been having in and out of the situations with himself. So that way it'll be better. Uh, I know Bella. I know you know nothing about baseball. You're a hockey girl, so hey, hey, that's a problem. That's a good one. I'll save you for hockey season next year. Um, anybody know about the story? If anybody can get a hold of Cody, because I don't have. Uh, yeah, he comes oh, in all the time, man. I can. Uh, I don't know. He was in here earlier or something. Yeah, he was in here. I saw him early and everything. If someone, if Russ, if you can, you know. You know how the link is on the Discord, everything. If you can shoot that to him, so that way he can get on there, then that'll be great. Right. Because once everybody's yeah. filled up on that link and everything, then <clears throat> we're squared away. All we just need is Cody, and I need Brett and Susie's on there, and they're they're all good. Everybody's on. Nice, nice. Yeah. Actually, that's pretty good. Yeah, it is. I was. That's that's was positive. Glad. Because Brett and Susie will, will come around. They're 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 both like they're like even isolating from each other at this point. So, um, who got yeah. sick first? I don't. I I the, the chicken I or the egg. 
I, I swear I thought it might have been I thought Brett might have said that Susie was not feeling well and then it just both struck him. But Ugh. I don't I don't know if that's actually what it is. Um but you know that's crazy because like right oh he's he's going on and off. He's he it's the line meter. He's he's like, You're you're not telling the truth. <laughs> but I know he went on a call. It's like he went on a I know he was on a crazy call too. Like yeah. so he's out running around like who who knows? I just I just know he got hit harder than most. Yeah, he he's we, uh he he's laying down, he's listening, uh Bella. I'm sh- oh, thank God he got sick now and not in March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? Because when he first put that out here for the uh, variety show and then I heard him was talking to you on here, I was like Oh my God, he sounds awful. What the heck happened to him? Yeah, I think like he it was not the same. I think how he talked. I was like, oh boy, look what Russ did now. He got Brett sick. <laughs> right. Yeah, I pulled up my little voodoo doll. I was like, what? But, but you're not, it's you're, amazing. You're not able it's to do a, outside the pulse right now. Yeah. I mean, think of it though. A lot of you guys I don't know what's going on, but. You guys yeah, have been no, getting it really nailed. sucks that he's sick, dude. It really sucks. Yeah. Something's going around though, man. Not just around here, but something's sweeping the globe, bro. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get into that stuff. There's uh, China's. Yeah, uh, have to be, yeah. China's experimenting on on a COVID that causes mental, like, like full breakdown. Um, they're like, they, they found, they, they, they're doing experiments on the initial COVID strain that more attacks the brain. They're artificially like manipulating it. They're going to end up using it like a, like a, a, like a bioweapon. And then, and then the other thing, I don't know if you heard about that. Uh, I think it was yesterday or was it this morning? The, the whole thing about the two airports that got shut down with a new strain of measles that's, like, insane. And measles Me- haven't been really measles. that big of an impact lately, but damn. Measles. Right. That ain't, that ain't been a thing since the 80s, man. Yeah, exactly. Right. I was going to say. That's wild. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Oh, well, by the yeah. way. Yeah, no, I, way, I heard... If, uh, Anybody who there is another baseball league I have and everything, and I have one spot open. So if anybody wants to join in, just uh, message me and everything. I'll get you into. It's a, it's a normal draft and everything, a normal league. And it's not like a three team league or anything. Actually, I think it's a keepers league. So, but yeah, I have a couple of leagues that are opened up with spots. So if anybody wants to join in, let me know. I got uh, some room here. I could be flexible. You may get a, a good team. You may get a crappy team. You may get a brand new team. You never know. <laughs> here, here, uh, I'll play. I'll play this news clip about the measles thing. It's real short. Health officials in Virginia are warning travelers at Dulles and Reagan airports that they may have been exposed to highly contagious measles. 
The Virginia Department of Health says the warning is linked to an international traveler who was at the international arrivals at Dulles Airport between 4 and 8 o'clock on Wednesday, January the 3rd, then at Terminal A at Reagan Airport the following day between 2.30 and 6.30 in the afternoon. They added the virus can stay in the air as long as two hours after the presence of an infected person and for those who step foot in the airports to watch for symptoms until January the 25th. Measles wow. is not good. No, measles, like Russ said, measles haven't been a big thing since the 80s. You stay yeah, in the air for two hours, dude. Yeah. Like, Remember that time you got, went to school trip, you got, oh, what was it? Chinese chicken pox. Oh, yeah, yeah. That fucking Chinaman. <laughs> no, because a kid. <laughs> a Chinese kid had fucking chicken pox and everything. And he, he kept. You know what he did? You know what the kid did? He kept breaking the fucking chicken box all over the, his fucking face and his head. I'm like, what are you doing? What the hell is wrong with you? And then he was starting to touch everything on the desk and everything and the school buses. Yeah, my mother, who was a chaperone, moved her kids all over to one side. He was all by himself, that fucking kid. <laughs> he had to go home. <laughs> but then afterwards, I got stuck with it because I had. Yeah, soon as well, school got out. Yeah, as soon as school, school cut out and everything, mom was like, What's this all over your face and head? I'm like, I don't know. Look at it. But it was a mild case of chicken pox, so. But he had big welts that yeah. fucking bitch. <laughs> I kept trying to get him to go to the nurse. Go to the nurse. No, no one's home. No one's home. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's kids for you back then. They didn't give a shit. That's why they look right. Chicken pox. Yeah. Do you, do you, uh do you remember uh chicken pox parties? Chicken pox parties. No, we didn't allow that. <laughs> no, we didn't allow that here. <laughs> you know, they did it in the eighties. It was a it was a big thing in the eighties. Like, so you get you know your your kid gets chicken pox, and then another kid gets chicken pox. And then all the other parents get scared, but they're all friends with everybody. So they get their kids together and they get their kids to play with each other. Yeah. So they get it all the way. And they don't have to have it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they, so none of those kids will, will get the, yeah, get it again or get it at a different time. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, when I had freaking chicken pox and everything, my folks, my folks told me, you're not sleeping in your bed. You're sleeping in the beach chair and everything in your room. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I didn't want to get into mattresses. No, I was like, I can't yeah, we, sleep Yeah, we did like chicken this. pox parties. What they didn't realize is like, hey, we're going to give you chicken pox now and shingles later. Yeah, exactly, right? Once you have the chicken pox, the but shingles the, are in you. The measles are worse. Yeah, the measles are worse. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> yeah, my sister had measles growing up, and I remember she came home after a vacation with my grandparents and my mom was like man she was in san diego she's like man you got sunburned she's like mom i'm not sunburned no. like oh <laughs> like yeah yeah, yeah sucks. she got scarlet fever too i cool. did that i got that yeah i had that oh jeez. That, that's yucky you could lose your hair. Oh. That. Yeah. Wow. It's really bad. Yeah. Haven't heard that one in a while, right? Mm, sure. No. Yeah. I, 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 but get ready for it. 
Oh, yeah, I'm so, I'm so somebody will come back with that. Yeah. Wait till malaria makes a return. Did you did you hear that, Russ? Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming for you. <laughs> Wait a minute. You may perform something uh, like a hex and everything. There you go. There it comes. <laughs> I'm waiting for the summer of malaria. Yeah. Oh my god. And we got mosquitoes oh again. Oh, Jesus. I got, I got, I already have Mexican food in hot summer heat. So I don't, I don't know. I might be immune to malaria at this point. Yeah, malaria, <laughs> malaria is going to jump over here from them jungle Asian countries. Uh, well, they don't get it. That's the thing. No, we no, get no. it when yeah, we, we go. No. Right. No, they, they don't we get, get it. it. It's spread around everything once we, we're immune, uh, exposed to it. Yeah, uh, no, they just live with the germs like it don't matter. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I I asked Brett how he he felt, and he told me that he was uh, <laughs> describing it to one of his friends over there, like how he was feeling. Right. <laughs> he said, he said, take a corn cob and dip it in acetone. <laughs> And stick it up your ass every ten minutes. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> and, yep. and tell me how you feel. He and he's so and he's so sick, and I'm telling him, dude, don't make me laugh. <laughs> like, like I feel real bad for you. I don't want to just sit here laughing. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong, dude. This shit sucks. It really does. Right. Are they like, are they both on medication? Like in two, three, four days, man. You'll feel. He's better. got he's got one of the. I, I think it might even be the chief. The chief's coming by. He's been checking how, on him and stuff like how long that. Has he been sick? Oh, dude, it's been. Hasn't it been since last week? Oh, I thought he was all right and everything. He was on. Uh, what was the last time he was on here? Friday. <laughs> oh, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, a little okay. while. Yeah, it's been, yeah, I think, right. Thursday. Well, I can tell you that this new version of COVID, and I've noticed it with people I've known here, it almost, it's like a COVID in the beginning, and then it turns into like, like a, like a killer flu. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I've noticed, that this new strain that's going around. Yeah. So, I, I think I got it, but... I've never been too susceptible to flu. So flu is usually fairly easy for me, but COVID isn't like I, I've got, you get COVID. It's like I immediately get lazy and I just want to take naps all the time. Yeah. Because your body gets tired and your immune system breaks down or anything like that. You're so weak. Uh, right. You, you just want to lay down. You don't want to move. Yeah. Who, who was the first one on here that I got sick? Was it Shep? I don't know. He didn't have what the fuck I had, dude. I he got sick. I know that, and I know Scott got sick. Russ, you really got nailed, and anything too. I I was like, everybody's getting nailed with something. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, I felt like I was Jewish and got caught in Germany in 1943. Oh, you were Anne Frank. I got you. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but I'm like. Everybody's coming down with something over there. I'm like, what? It, it can't be a coincidence. So, I'm like, it's impossible. 
I felt like a black man in Birmingham in 1965. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Ouch. This is bad, dude. Bad. Oh, that's the thing, Eric. I think the COVID. You know, I felt like I just got ago, dropped off a party in Apache Junction with no money. Sure. Meth everywhere. Just can't doesn't sound like doesn't sound like that bad of a time. No, it could be worse, <laughs> worse things in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. No, I should. I can't get out of this town. Oh, I'm stuck. I don't know, mom. That's a good question. <laughs> now, Russ, you had you were you were sick for how long, Russ? About ten days. Yeah. Yeah, just about ten days. Yeah. And that's about the max and everything for COVID. Everything, right? Or was it more? Yeah, I mean, even when I started getting better, I still wasn't feeling great. You know, I just wasn't yeah. as sick as I was to begin with. No, I know. It took a while, dude. It took a while. Like I still got a cough. Yeah, that's what happens usually when like people when, have I, when I lay down, dude. I like, spend ten minutes coughing. It's a dry cough. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. People usually get the symptoms like that. Mm. Uh, it depends, though, at how, like, so. No, I'm not immune, you guys. Yeah, nobody's immune, you Everybody no. just got shots um, full of. Illuminized? Yeah, yeah, illuminized. <laughs> yeah, illuminized. <laughs> people just got shot up with Kool Aid and shit. It's just like, you know, whatever. They just took the Kool Aid, man. Yeah. Just make sure people take like a lot of vitamins and everything. It'll help your system out too here and there. I take like you know four thousand vitamin D's a day. I met this girl that I was like uh like uh I was doing work, she was like a manager. And she started talking and she started talking about like some weird stuff and it was like way inappropriate. Like she started talking about politics and I could tell she's like like a bleeding heart liberal right and then she brings up freaking covid and she's like all of a sudden starts this like hardcore anti-covid vaccine stuff and i'm like really like you're like you're like you all into attention <laughs> you're all into biden and you're like talking about like how the new world order is like trying to kill you like <laughs> Like all, like, like in the same <laughs> sentence. Like, like, I love Biden. I played with his leg. When's Fauci when going to prison? <laughs> right, right. She was totally like on that level. Yeah. But I hated uh, COVID, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you you see you see him every once in a while. I know a couple here on on Podbeam. They get really upset about Donald Trump. Like you say the word Trump and they go, oh, like they start freaking out. Like, like, you know, like you shocked them with something hey, Ms. Andy. like Trump, oh, yeah. Trump, Trump. Right. And they just like freak out. Like they, they, they can't even talk anymore. Right. And, right. and, but they're really anti COVID at the same time. So there is a genre for that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm like, I love Trump, dude. I really do. It's like George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Andrew Jackson, Abraham Lincoln, Ronald Reagan, Donald fucking Trump. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I th- I think it's one of the most entertaining things about the United States is the Trump derangement syndrome. I I think it's it's totally like unique. Oh yeah, dude. I can you hate hate a man like that. I love that guy, dude. I do. I love you, man. We love you, Donald Trump. Wait, that if there was ever a man's man, yeah. no, that's William Regal. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, but if there was ever a man's man, dude, Donald Trump, dude, that man is great, dude. The fucking hair, the orange, orange man, bad, orange man, bad. Yeah, I love that, dude. Love it. I know, Mom. I remember, dude. He, he was in WWE. He was on Home Alone, too. Yeah, you know, he just—he's great, dude. He's oh great. yeah, that's right. Oh. He used to fire people on the Apprentice like it was nobody's business. Hey, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. I love it. Dude. Yeah, I mean, hell, Trump made his money and everything. He was. Famous, he was on TV, everything like you said, dude. Movies. With his first wife, man, they got a divorce, and I can't remember how much her settlement is. It was like a hundred something million dollars, whatever. So, yeah. how and, many times uh, did he, he, he sent it to her, dude? Too? He sent this shit to her in one dollar bills. To like 13 armored trucks from New York to Michigan, yeah. But he sent her her settlement in one dollar bills. That is pimp, dude. That's money, hey. That way he's like, "Oh, you want your money? You want your money? Here's your money. One dollar bills. Have fun spending (laughs) that. Have fun spending that." (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if he actually does that again as a president. He's like, "Okay, you want to make a deal? You want to do this? I'll I'll send you all in dollar bills. Hell, I'll send you in quarters next." (laughs) He's like, "My kids are so awesome." My kids are so awesome. If my daughter wasn't my daughter, I'd marry my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, and and here comes CNN breaking news. Donald Trump declares he wants to have wild sex with his daughter tonight. Yeah. (laughs) They'll be like, oh, this is the kind of person you want as president to have relations with his daughter? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> like, oh, here you seriously. Go. I read Trump's tweets on Twitter. He lives rent-free in my head. No. I live for <laughs> the <be>. moments. <laughs> well, I guess it's better that he's got one behind Biden. At least um, Biden so went one step further bad. and started sharing with his. Orange and <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> In the government school system, they've trained us how to think. We've been properly programmed. Some of us are still in sync. I'm smart because I'm a college grad. They've told me orange man bad. (laughs) I believe the women. I wear the pussy hat. When I see a Trumpster, I knock off their mega cap. I'm hoping this is all just a fad. Cause Orange Man bad. Oh no. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get my news from talk shows. I hear the people clap. When I watch Jimmy Kimmel, he always makes me laugh. Yes, he cheers does. me up when I am sad. He knows that orange man bad. I worship famous people. They tell me how to vote. And when one disappoints me, I want to punch them in the throat. They're no longer my comrade. Because orange man bad. I am a resistor, impeach 45, and if we lose this next election, I'll scream at the sky, but I think our blue wave's ironclad, cause orange man bad. <laughs> orange man bad. Misogynist. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. I love that shit, dude. <laughs> uh, man. And uh, mom said, was that Shelby singing? No, that's not her singing. <laughs> uh, man, that was great. Oh, yeah. That's classic. We're <laughs> <laughs> oh, looking it up on YouTube. Oh, that's gonna be a new playlist for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, this is great. Oh man! <laughs> no, no. I really, I, hope I, he, I really hope he wins. Just next I, I, I hope I, he does too. Just to piss I, in everybody's corner. Yeah, and just, then you know what he could do? Be alive in front of people and give them the bird. Hey, Democrats, look who's back, bitches! <laughs> no, so it's all—it's always more simple than that. It's always good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who your favorite president is? <laughs> Guess what I'm gonna do first. <laughs> I just wanted to do, he wins the election. I just wanted to go stand in the middle of Times Square naked like Superman pose. Can he say anybody from the finished. Democratic Party, you're fired? Oh, can you imagine his cabinet? Yeah. Oh, God. It ain't going to be like last time. No. Yeah. And the people who are part of with uh, Biden, like Gina Raimondo, Kamala Harris, Bye. See ya. You're gone. You ain't coming back. Pack well, well, get out. well, here's one thing that does happen. So one thing that they sort of screwed up is they got a lot of prominent Democrats who were big voices to be part of the Biden administration. Right. Yeah. So if he falls, they lose all their latest voices. None of those people have jobs anymore. They can't just go, oh, I want to be a governor again. Oh, I want to be a senator again. You know what I mean? No, no, no. They lost their job. They're, that's it. They're done. Like, they got to wait and see if, yeah, like, they can right figure. They're hanging out in the halls of the DNC. Being like, well, anybody need any chips? Chips? Right, chips, right. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, water bottles. <laughs> like, water right, bottles. Right. <laughs> like, like have, you, have you ever been to the Lincoln Memorial before? Here's a free water bottle from the DNC. 
Yeah, because hell, I know that <laughs> I know in my system in the party, the government system and everything, hell, if Biden's done, Ramondo cannot come back. Gina has to be like, Well, you're done, Gina. Sorry. You had you had your chance. You uh, Pete gonna be able to have a lot more time with his kid. Hmm. That he went on paternity leave for for like two years. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I have a feeling his cabinet's going to be amazing. Yeah, so there there probably won't be that many politicians in it, though. Right, right. Okay, well, uh, here's an interesting one. I'd love to hear uh, Russ what what you think about that. Who who do you like? If you had to pick, maybe just two or maybe just three, whatever. Is kind of what more of your feeling? I, Who do you think, think the top uh, candidates of VP? Oh, uh, damn! If the RNC has anything to do with it, Nikki Haley. Um, if not, man, uh, Kennedy Jr. Man, yeah, I think, I think I so. Think, Kennedy Jr. I think I think he'll go with Robert Kennedy Jr. As a vice I I I I agreed. I was hoping that maybe. The, Kennedy Jr. Maybe Vivek, Vivek, Ramalama, Kamali, you know, Chameleon, whatever the hell his name is. Maybe him. Uh-huh. Um, you know, because, you know, he did bring him up on stage today. Where, like where is he, he from again? And he's not talking shit about him. You know what I mean? Like, he's not running him down. You know? And, uh, I, I, my, my personal jury's out on, 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 on Vivek. All right. Yeah, I don't really I don't is. Like, I don't like him, but um, a lot of people. Um, I I, I feel, I I get that like I don't know like FBI vibe from him. I get that. I am first generation you know, American. I promise, I love you. Hold my towel. Yeah, Wait, that's, 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 that's kind like, of I, 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 Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, but 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 you remember Bobby Jindal from Louisiana? Yes, Louis. Yes. I said Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, you he's remember him? Like, like he's like Bob, he come he comes out and you're like, man, this guy's like straight from India, and he's like, hi y'all, how you doing? Right, 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 right. <laughs> like what the hell, dude? Hi, that guy t- y'all. What's up? He's like he world. he talks. He has more of a, a hick hillbilly talk than like most people do. Right. Like, like so wherever what, he what grew do you think, up. What do you think about Kennedy, though? Do you think that's just something that Trump would do? I, I get, I get CIA vibe from him too. Yeah, I get, I to, get. He wants to shut down uh-huh. the CIA. Yeah, but I get that. Like, I get like he's saying the right things at the right time yeah. a little too much. Well, I, it's just, it's just me. It's just me. I, I, I think. I okay. I, I I almost want to even predict it. I have predictions who the VP would be for Trump. Who do you think it's going to be? Mm. Carrie Lake. Mm. Number two would be um, uh, what's her what's her name? Um, why can't I think of her name? Christy Nome. Christy Nome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you, you think Nikki Haley would even make it into the cabinet? No man, she's already been she's already been portrayed as a globalist. So it's like the the Trump people aren't going to back her. Yeah. 
And she's already said so much mean shit about Donald Trump that basically like he's an idiot and he's stupid and he would ruin the country. She's done more for Biden's campaign than she's done for the Republicans. So she's, and I, and I, I view DeSantis has done the same thing. Like he, he's, right. he, he keeps the, they, why would you do that? I get like, you want to like, if you, if you're in the same party as somebody and you're primarying against them, what you want to do is you want to show that you're on the same team, but your way of doing things would be more beneficial. You got to use words like, like value, right? Aptitude right detail right you got to do that now the way that nikki haley and desantis are both going after trump they're not using any of those words they're just basically oh he's he's just trump he's going to say the wrong things and and his supporters which they both have done they've both talked about his supporters as racist backwards people just like biden does yeah so right and and I just I just I, I don't get what they're doing. You know what I mean? With Haley, she's she's also said like Trump was good for what he was, but it's time to move past that, you know, and do right. So, and you know, I will give one compliment to her. Um, she was a fantastic ambassador to the UN. She was, that was the best thing she's ever done in her career. Like, like she was so good at that job. She sat there and fucking pounded on the desk. No one does that. No one does that. She did. The person who's do who, I don't even know who our UN ambassador is now, but that, you know, that person is literally just like, he's like, he's invited everybody over for a free hand job and instead he's just given himself a hand job the whole time oh yeah that lonely <laughs> bastard <laughs> he's up in the closet right yeah, yeah. it's it's um yeah i mean that's really one of my 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 problems with like um i really wish that nikki haley didn't take the road the she's she's got like the old school like george bush people and then desantis has like the the i think i think nikki haley wants desantis people and we may see that except that she didn't do as well as i thought i thought she was gonna get second right she did she she was the only person who won a county besides Trump and Iowa, right? right? So there's that. But DeSantis got way more votes in Iowa than she did, like right. probably doubled. So, um, but I really think Nikki Haley wants the DeSantis supporters. And Vivek got 8%, right? He gets 8%. He looks at it. He's like, let me do the math. If I continually get 8% on every state, how long am I going to last? Am I going to last another month or two? I won't. And and I know what he did. He says, I'm not, I'm going to look shitty going into super Tuesday. That's what he thought. He he saw 8% in Iowa. Remember Biden lost Iowa. Iowa is a tricky one. Like always is every year it is. 
Like it's a tricky one, but as soon as Biden lost Iowa, you know, his transportation secretary, uh, Budacek, he won Iowa. He won Iowa in 2020. So yeah. Yeah. Like I think I wouldn't drop out. I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. I wouldn't drop out if I was Nikki Haley or DeSantis at this point. I'm just I'm just throwing this in a blank canvas kind of way. They've got some support. They should probably stick in there. But I can tell you the way that Nikki Haley's going, she's not going to last uh, to get to Super Tuesday at this point unless she starts doubling her numbers. DeSantis will. DeSantis will most, the way I'm looking at it right now, DeSantis will be knocked out at Super Tuesday. That's going to be his last stand. If he doesn't, if he can't be competitive against Trump by the beginning of March, he's gone. There's no reason for him to stay in the race. They, they, what, they, what both Nikki Haley and DeSantis need to do at that point, if they're both still losing, they need to go back to the RNC and they need they need to make a big giant RNC convention honoring Donald Trump at that point. Yep. And they need sure. they need to be part of the solution, not against the solution. You know. And uh, Eric, uh, Oz a couple weeks ago on uh, outside of Oz, he uh, just did the JFK assassination. Yeah, you can't say much right. about the mafia and everything. You can't, uh, you know. Some people have sworn not to say anything. Sue, uh, uh, Brett only uh, blinks his light to say hello now. Yeah, he's doing sign language. One light yeah, for yeah. high, Morris, two lights for stay, go ha- go away, <laughs> three for get out of the station, four is get off my panel. <laughs> No, he's not, no. he's not well today, so. Oh, no, oh, look at, look at, look at, he, he got, yeah, look at, he got Sue up on the panel. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he he, he's feeling a little long in the tooth. He's still around. He's still kicking. Hey, Sue, how you doing? Okay, how did that happen? Uh, I don't know. That was a good oh, oh, you're an, you. Oh, you were. I think he. I don't know if he actually brought you up, or you might have been an odd. Because I, what I told him before the show is to literally click on every single email invite that he had before he started the show. They, they and I said, I don't. I don't they, we'll they figure a, it out. They give you a max of ten. I was obviously. Uh, that's what he did then. Because he must one of the ten, yeah. Because Ozzy though had yeah. to ask. We had to ask Brett to get Oz up here. So. Yes, a maximum of ten. You can invite to the show. It's good to see you, sir. Yeah. It's been a interesting night without Brett. Hey, so it's a good night. Is nice hello, Oz? You're right, love. Yeah, Scott's done a good job. Man. Do you want me to play some Doobie Brothers for you to like yeah, kind of reminisce? Doobie Brothers, You want me to play like a like a, an overplayed Fleetwood Mac song real quick for you? Oh, no, not Fleetwood Mac. Doobie Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. He played Carly Rae in the beginning part and everything. A girl's song. I'm like, what? Can, can you just uh, can you just bring out some Doobies? 
Yes, please. Oh my Oh my gosh. You get a doobie and you get a doobie and you get a doobie. Everybody plays the doobies. Yeah. Oh. Some Grand Funk Railroad, real quick. Like, I prefer smoking I prefer John smoking Boyd. bowls over doobies, but I'll smoke a doobie. Hi. Where you been hiding, Scott, anyway? I've been hiding. Um, I was... I. I, I was I was like in Vegas, and then like over over the weekend, I I drove uh, twice out to where my new place is. And I, uh, Monday, I went and I worked a place. I was I was there on site for fifteen hours, oh. and it was it was brutal and awful. And and then uh yeah, and then yesterday they sent me back out of town. And you know, I was just—I've just been out of my mind. Not—not not there. They're getting money's worth out of you, aren't they? That's what comes of working for an English company. Jojo was a man. Yeah, they—they, they, I—I can—I can tell you that. The, so this is one thing that I—that I will give credit for. So Tuesday, Tuesday morning, I get out of bed. I'm delirious, right? I got home at one o'clock in the morning and I get out of bed at like seven o'clock in the morning. I'm delirious. I'm just barely trying to figure it out. It's like coffee. It's like splashing on myself. Like, you know, I'm just a mess. Right. And I, I start kind of going through all the stuff. I'm sending pictures and all the updates that I forgot to do the night before. And I look at my email and there's like seven emails from all these big high up directors everywhere. Like you're absolutely amazing. I can't believe you got it done. <laughs> like you did the impossible. We really appreciate you being here. And it was just so cool to see those type of emails. Not everybody gets that kind of stuff all the time. And, and, and when you do, you really, you really need to take it personally because <laughs> Because so people don't, That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pe people don't reach out to people and say good things unless they they know it. And you know, some people don't do that at all, right? So when people do it, you 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 gotta really appreciate it. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. Yes. So I've been on I've been on the edge with with things lately. I I need to really get through. A lot of the challenges in my life. I'm trying to sell my house right now, and it's an absolute nightmare. Oh. So, like, yeah, I'm like fighting everybody, even the people I don't want to fight. Yeah, we actually have a boxing match coming up and everything. So, Scott, get ready. Boxing match? Yeah. What what boxing match? You and me. I got you guys said you got to tie one hand behind your back and everything. So let's see if we can box with one hand. Oh my! Oh, you're gonna. We're both gonna tie our hands one hand behind our back. No, just you. Well, I thought it was like a slap fight thing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not gonna play that. Slap, slap fight. Now. <laughs> play a little slap ass. 
George, I assume that everyone's going to end up kicking my ass because I get bored fighting really quick. (laughs) I I lose interest in in things that are painful very quickly. uh, You just walk up down the aisle and everything like, okay, I'm getting bored already. Get in the ring. Oh, I really don't want to do that. That is why I carry again. Not because I'm a cowboy, but because I get tired and I don't want to do it anymore. So to avoid all that, scary. Yeah, no man, it's it's it sucks getting punched. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Especially if you get punched in the back of the neck, head. I'd rather get a little GSR on my jacket. Yeah, and and I like I really don't think I've been punched since I was a young, very young man. And wow, and it, back in the nineteen sixties. Uh, and like, well, yeah, high school. Yeah. I think the last time that somebody actually punched me, I was in high school. Yeah, well, and it wasn't one was, person either. I get in a fight, more restrain you, just somebody else can come and get you, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't like the hell of fighting, dude. I'm too old for this. Shit. I get it like, too much, yeah. man. Too much. I don't. I don't think I've. I've. I mean, even with all the crazy business I've been in through my life, I don't think I've had a man mad at me enough to punch me. All right. Like, well, I, was, well, I don't know. I got a mouth, dude. I don't know if you noticed that about me, but I have a tendency of saying shit that could, if taken the wrong way, could piss some people off. Right. Yeah, but I've always been able to talk my way out of shit too. So. But, yeah. I have definitely pissed the people off. Yeah, you know, or I've said shit to them that's just really I've had, I pissed people off doing everything, but when they wanted to fight, I just get in time like, okay, go ahead, try to throw a punch. I step I, one over the way, and they just bang their hands on the locker room, uh, the lockers. I'm like, <laughs> I told you. Like you I had a guy, die. I had a guy at work one time, and he said something to the effect of, "At least I can do my job," and I was like, "At least I can live without my girlfriend supporting my ass." And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, right. he's like, you know, it, the reason it pissed him off is because it was true. Like, he was living off his girlfriend. Like, he didn't have his own place, his own car, his own anything. It was just his girlfriend. <laughs> it was just really bad. She was about to dump his ass. So it was a bad one. Uh, yeah, 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 good times. Good times for me. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like if it, I feel like if it comes down to physical confrontations, something went wrong. Yeah, I mean, obviously, but I feel like I did something wrong. Like, you should be able to always just communicate. You know what I mean? Even with the dumbest people, if you take yeah. it down, you can, you can have, a, you can talk things out. Hell, back in the days when I was in high school, I think you have these people. It's crazy. Uh, I remember there was a couple of fights. There was uh, one tall kid getting in a fight with a short kid. I'm like, really? You're gonna get in a fight with him? Uh, what the hell is the purpose of this? To show him that you're tall enough and everything. Oh, I don't care. I don't like the kid. I'm like, really? Because you don't like the kid? Dude, I have rarely fought anybody my size. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but no, no, no. This guy was. I don't care if you're. I don't care if you're. And the kid, the other guy was four foot two. Like, come on. Yeah, I'll break your knees, dude. I'll break your. Like, everybody's. And that's what the kid did. He went after the knees. I was like, hey, you asked for it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, dude, everybody, everybody's the same size on the ground, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, I remember there was two chicks that were fighting in the lock in the hallways, and everybody just stopped and looked. I'm like, 
I'm like, where's where's a chair? I had to grab a chair from the classroom, and everybody's like, what's going on? No, nothing. I'm just grabbing a chair. <laughs> I sat right there. I'm like, I'm just watching this, and somebody's like, hey, George, you want a snack? Yeah, what do you got? You got something? Let's go. We're sitting there, and everybody's just like all around. The girls are pulling their hair and everything, and then afterwards, two people come out of there out of nowhere and just stop the plane. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't really think I get like I'll just start grabbing shit around me and hitting you with it. Like, you know, everywhere I do, whatever's in the environment, dude, I'll just grab it and start swinging at you. That's when you yeah, know the Asians know how to fight. <laughs> like, I really don't. I'm five seven, dude, 140 pounds, dude. I ain't got time to play. Yeah. So somebody like you said, like somebody like South Oz this size, man, six five, fucking two hundred and eighty pounds grabbed a hold of me, dude. And I'm just standing there like, okay, I'll stand totally, dude. I'm getting my ass whooped. I'm like a heart. Yeah. You yeah. no time for that. I'll grab you and throw you at him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab a pool ball or something, yeah. Oh, yeah, go use something. The line drive that shit right at his nose. <laughs> like, what? what are you gonna do with that, you pool stick? Oh, you'll see. Although, my dad taught me a valuable lesson when I was young, man. You don't ever pick up anything you don't want to get hit with. Yep, that's for sure. Yeah. It's a valuable lesson in life. Yeah. You always check for an Adam's apple. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. Well, my my inst- uh, karate instructor always told me, George, the most important three places when you're gonna kick. It's N M N. Knees, mouth, nuts. I'm like, Sensei, knees don't start with K. Shut up, just do it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> right, dude, I'll, I'll, dude, I'll stomp on your damn big toe, man. Like, if you're wearing fucking Crocs or sandals or some shit, dude, I'll step straight on that big toe, dude. Right, before any, like, as soon as you start running your mouth, I feel like a fight's about to happen. I, 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 I don't know if, if you've got, if you got one free shot to somebody and you want them down, I mean, the temple always. Because yeah, that, right that, 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 yeah, that, that, because that spins you. Yeah. Like, like you're, 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 you're done. You're, you're, you're disoriented. Yeah. And hurt. You got pain you, and, you and disorientation. Your, uh, you can take a knuckle and hit him right below the sternum and put him down, too. Like, I remember not, I not argued with a person. Like, I remember I argued with a person about this. Like, I'd poke your fucking eye out and you'd be like so devastated. It's like, you know what, though? Like, if you ever get your eye poked out, that's awful, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, but so. but at the same time, it doesn't hurt as much as being fucking just like a full force of a man punch in your temple. Yeah. Like it doesn't hurt as much. And and guys will keep going if you don't hurt them. <laughs> like like you, need, you need to hurt men if you fight them. Like, right. like you need to, you need to make them feel like, like they have no reason to, to go after you anymore. All right. And, and it's, it's really, really hard to do. 
like especially like you know this you're not a big guy russ like it's it's like little guys are fucking evil to fight yeah yeah like because if you're little you've been picked on a little bit more or you've been threatened even at that point even if you haven't been picked on you've been threatened and you feel that you feel that so you already know that you you have to overcome that and big guys never have to overcome that feeling they never do i've seen big guys cry in a minor fist fight i've seen them break out in tears they rarely see little guys do that unless they're like actually hurt like they have broken bones and shit <laughs> so yeah but yeah it's just, it's just it's just weird it's weird how pe how people are but yeah that's why i said like I, I lose interest really quick because it's almost like a no-win situation no matter who it is i mean a 300 pound six foot five guy can come and attack me and both of us are going to walk away with a huge sense that we just wasted a lot of our time and that we may have done something that we didn't want to do like so it's it's already like morally wrong so yeah i agree Oh, so I should probably shut down his show. <laughs> well, I think he's got like, uh, if he started at 1030, he's got like 15 minutes left. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, then we'll, 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 let, we'll let it do its thing. Yeah, yeah 19 minutes. I guess 19 minutes. So. Yeah, that's not bad. Look at that, dude. You ran a four-hour show. And it ran. Like, it wasn't new. I just sit here lollygagging like, Kicking her ass is saying, so what was your smell like? Yeah, I don't know that shit going on. It's good, dude. Even yeah, I know. Just talking all night. Right, right, right. No, it's been good. It's been it's been really good. I'm excited about. I, I am George. I'm really excited about the baseball thing. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, I think so too. And everything, I you know, I've been always looking forward to this. Everybody's like. Well, it's coming. It's right around the corner. George, just got to be patient. Yeah, I know. Sooner or later, it'll be here. So it's going to be a I don't blast. Know, uh, I don't know if you can tell from uh, the name of my team what kind of players I'm going to predominantly pick. Oh, wow. Well, I would teams, know. Right? Maybe from the south side. Uh. Yeah, the south side. Yeah, the, south side. <laughs> the north side sluggers, man. The north side sluggers, yeah. yeah. I'm still trying to... And come up with a good team name. I think I got a good team name. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm still thinking. But I, I, yeah, now I got my other leads. Remember old Carlton Fish, dude, and Frank Thomas? And... Whoa, yeah, Frank, Frank Thomas. You know, there was a discussion, me and some of the guys that had it down there. Oh, did you hear Frank Thomas died? I'm like, what? No. I had to look did it he? up and everything. I was like, well... No, they, they got the name right. It was a Frank Thomas, but it wasn't the big hurt Frank Thomas. It was a Frank Thomas, a former pitcher in the majors mm. that died that day. I was like, wow. Is that the dude that wore glasses? I think he did at one point. He was a pitcher for, I think, the Mets and the National League teams for a few years. 
he died and everything, and everybody was thinking it was the big hurt. I was like, no, can't be. He was just on TV. Yeah, he was just taking testosterone, man, to keep going for a couple extra minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because he's a, an announcer, right? Frank Thomas now, yeah. He's part of the Fox, yeah. uh, the Fox group. Yeah. It's amazing how some of these old act, uh, former baseball players and everything, and then they have to get jobs in a matter of after like a week or so. I mean, look at Michael Brantley. He's just retired this year from the Astros in baseball. He's going to get a job as a bench coach somewhere down the line near the end of this year, probably. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And they have Jeter, yeah. A-Rod, and all these other guys and everything. I'm like, oh, I can understand Jeter, but why A-Rod? What the hell is he going to be good for? Yeah. He could be a good third base coach. Yeah, not for my team, though. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want him. <laughs> Sorry. No former steroid users on our team. <laughs> I mean, just because he used steroids don't mean he didn't have natural talent. Yeah. Like, you you still had to perform. You know what I mean? Just because you get big and bulky don't mean that you catch a ball that's being hit at you at 110 miles an hour. To to be fair, it made him a horrible defensive player. He wasn't that good. Yeah, I know. It was that... He was way better when he was a rookie. He was a fantastic second baseman, right? He was shortstop when he first started, right? Yeah, yeah, he was a shortstop. Yeah, because they had the big four, the four yeah. talented shortstops. You had A-Rod, Jeter, Cal Ripken, Noma. Those are the four back in the 90s that were really, really good for shortstops. Well, right, we're, and we're, we're, we're talking uh, A-Rod Ranger, right? Uh, this is when he was in the Mariners at first. Oh, oh shit, man. man. I, think, I think in the early was, 90s, man. He was with the Mariners. There, and then, Smith. Yeah. Oh, man. When A-Rod was a first affiliated with the Seattle Mariners and anything, you had people like Ken Griffey on the team, Edgar Martinez, Randy Johnson. And then once he yeah. left in went to Texas, because he had a big contract offer for 10 years with Texas, yeah, then, no, not at that time. <laughs> not, at that time. <laughs> not at that time he didn't. He had a contract with that floozy. Yeah. <laughs> he had a contract He's with that ass. <laughs> uh, She's such a jerk. Yeah. Like, that was supposed to be a lifetime contract. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now she went back to her old life. So your mom don't like Jenny from the block? Yeah, from the block. Give her time. Yeah, give her time. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, she has more. Her. She has more rings than friggin' A Rod does. So hell. <coughs> no, J Rod. A Rod and uh, Julie. <coughs> she has nine rings. No, she was engaged about four times, so she's got uh, four rings. No, she's like she's like with it Ben Affleck again. Yeah. No, they're married again. Yeah, they're married again. But she's got more rings than A-Rod has in a bit. So, hell. Did you see her show she had? No. She just had a new show. He likes her dress like that. Of course. Why not? Oh, she's a jerk. She <laughs> wears wigs. You like wigs. She wears wigs. Girl. Yeah. Okay. She has long and short. Those are hair extensions. Yeah, they're wigs. <laughs> wigs. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? 
Munson. No, we're not talking about Thurman Munson. That was in the seventies. I know you. Only Brett was around then. Yeah, only Brett was around then. Wow. Ouch. Yeah, he was around then. He was a wee little rad. Daddy, who's that? I know. Sue was around. I was married Those by disco then, days. Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, take this yeah. for. Anybody's in their 40s, they remember him. 40s? Yeah, yeah I'm in my 40s, no clue, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of who? Yeah, no clue. Thurman, Thurman Munson. Ma oh, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, did, what did he do? What did he do? Was what I'm asking. Was a, was a catcher? Yep, he was a catcher for the New York Yankees. He was right. from, Cle from Cleveland, Ohio. He wanted to go back in Cleveland at one point, even as a Yankee. Uh, yeah. that, was, that was during the Billy Martin, Reggie Jackson brawl in uh, George Steinbrenner days. The classic. Yeah. Who? Yeah, Munson died. He died in a plane crash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was a pilot too. He everything. He had his uh, license and everything. He flew from New York to Cleveland in a plane, back and forth each and every time in the off season. And then once he came, he was going to go back because it was All Star Week and complications with the plane and everything. And he died around when it crashed. Believe it or not, there's actually been two Yankee players that have died from a plane crash. Thurman Munson was one, and Corey Lytle was another from the, uh, 2003 or four, something like that. Oh, shit, I remember that. Yeah. He was another one with a pilot, too. And his brother was a baseball player, too, as well. When Corey Lytle, he was a, he was nice, a nice pitcher. He was very good, very young talent. But then when that happened, it was like, oh, my God, it's Thurman Munson all over again. Oh, do you know what? You, you should be a novelist. Oh, it, tell the history. Of it. Yeah, but I remember that. Anything. Me and Dad watched it. It was all over the news. You know but it's so you know weird. No, but it's so weird, though, that it's happened and everything. And it took 30 years apart. And it was only two Yankee players that done that. You don't see anybody else. In baseball, I've become pilots and have done that. You know, I remember watching on the news, O.J. Simpson. Yeah, if the glove don't fit, <laughs> must have quit. No, really, just O.J. Simpson rolling down the interstate. Yeah, oh, that one. Yeah, when he's driving and you have all the cops right behind him. Yeah, how long, just, just how cruising, long did dude. that take? And just cruising. Yeah, he's just cruising right along. Oh. I I, I I lived in Los Angeles after watching that for like 15 minutes. I was like, boring. Like this happens I, all the time here. <laughs> I remember not like that. Though, dude. Usually oh, they get yeah. him or something, man. They take him out. Dude. They were following him in V formation. Right. It was like weird. They were escorting him to the airport or something. Yeah. Yeah, well, I remember watching that, Rodney King on the news. Yeah. All the riots. Yeah. People running down the streets with TVs. <laughs> yeah. Rooftop Koreans shooting people. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Craziness, man. I remember yep. the I remember the old Saint Jay Simpson trial and everything that was going on. I was in fourth grade, and you know what the classes and everything that we did when we had time, we didn't have to work. Someone would bring a TV in and we would watch the trial in the classroom. I'm like, holy oh, crap! Did I remember that the rolling TVs in the classrooms? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You always knew it was going to be a good day when the teacher rolled the TV. In. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're watching the movie, boys. No well, <laughs> I, I'm the I'm the perfect age. I got a TV rolled into the classroom to watch uh, astronauts die twice. Yeah, like oh, like it happened the first time. It was like devastating. Everybody like had the breath taken out of them. When it happened the second time, it was like, <laughs> when are they gonna fix this shit? <laughs> How many people just freaking just disintegrated? No, <laughs> like, when it happened the second time, I remember my teacher, like, they was talking, it was like, there it goes, class, there it goes, watch it, watch it. <laughs> you know, like, his face just dropped, and he looks back at us, and then looks at the TV, and the TV goes, supposed oh, to do that. Like, it's a, a, a homework tonight. Yeah. They threw up that color square on the TV, like, the signal went out. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, that one, that's weird that one has a side booster yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally messed up they're talking about the teacher and everything on board like oh my god look at this teacher on <laughs> oh yeah uh, that, yeah, that was the that was the challenenger the girl yeah, the, the yeah the Sally Phil whatever yeah, no, not Sally yeah. Field. Sally oh, Field's an actor. Uh, <laughs> right, right, Sally right. Field. Where the hell is she becoming an astronaut? <laughs> I was thinking about Forrest Gump. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, what your mama heck? sure does care about your education, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, oh my god. god. Yeah, Sally Ride. That was her name. Sally Ride. That's a Sally that's Ride. A, ride. Sally Ride. <laughs> Same hairstyle, same hairstyle. The flying nun. Yeah. What about the flying nun? That one too, Sally Field. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's a flying. And yeah. and Gidget. Yeah, and Gidget. Yeah. Everybody was Gidget in the world. Yeah, everybody was. I I loved Gidget. I I loved watching that show. That's crazy. That was back in. That was like Patty Duke. <laughs> Patty Duke. I liked I liked uh, I liked Gidget's friend. Who's that? I thought I, I don't remember her name. I don't remember the actress or anything. I never saw her on anything else. But Gidget had a best friend, and she was like this like goofy redhead. And, yeah, I don't remember her name. She was always kind of goofy. Hmm. Hmm. Let's think about that. You know who is a cool goofy and friend on a TV show? Kimmy Gibbler. That was sort of the same. That was sort. Yeah, that was sort of the same um, vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally the same formula. Yeah. Ain't it crazy how Obama's uh, daughters have turned out to look like Steve Urkel? <laughs> hey, George, they could be Jamal White's kid, man. I'm just letting you know. 
Yeah, they could be the way how they look. Yeah, they get the same odds and everything. They look like the Steve Verbal transformation into Stefan. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's a crazy thing. Like, like Steve Urkel in real life's like a total punk gangster. Yeah, yeah. And like real life, he's like like slapping bitches and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 shut your mouth. <laughs> like, like, oh my god! Like, he's awful. Like, he's an awful person. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. Wait a minute. Uh, was uh lynette winter that was uh gidget's best friend oh uh, okay okay it sounds familiar it's like i yeah. probably were probably imprinted in my brain somewhere in the back like from watching the credits <laughs> so you got like uh four minutes left still. <clears throat> you did well thank you thank you uh, the pulse is flashing. Is he not well? Is he sick, really? Yeah, he's not. He's sick. Oh, he's he's going to acetone dip corn cob shoved up his ass every 10 minutes. Oh, poor Brett. They're twisting every once in a while. Just to keep oh, it, just to keep it over there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the finale okay. when it feels like a zucchini popped out. I hope you're listening to him, Brett. <laughs> uh, Russ, are you gonna have a show? No, it's two thirty in the morning. <laughs> I know it's two thirty in the morning over here. <laughs> It may not be like your area, but it is our neck of the words. Oh, Sue, Sue, are you going to have a show? No, I'm going to work. Uh, I will. I are will you going to have a show, Scott? No one's on, but not now. I, think uh, I, I really, I really shouldn't take the responsibility of of even my show right now. Are you, are you a bit? Um, are you tipsy? Uh, no, I'm not tipsy. I'm just, I'm just, I'm kind of exhausted. Oh, you're yeah. kind of exhausted. <laughs> Yeah, 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 he will do it, won't he? Yeah, I, I, uh, oh, he's he's been muted for quite a while. It's because he went to bed at five o'clock in the morning. I mean, I mean, I can I can start a show as long as it's a passing of the baton type of show. Like I, <laughs> I find the first sucker to walk through the room that's more up than me. Like, hey, you should start a show. Yeah, yeah. No, none of us here because some of us. Ozzy woke up. Ozzy. No, I've been here, man. Well, well so I'm just I'm not doing nothing till later yet. I'm out. Oh, oh. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll just start up a show for just a, a little bit here. Um, uh, and I, I hopefully, I don't know if uh, Brett's sleeping or not. Let's see if his light flashes. No, see if he's still awake. For a while now. Yeah, he might have fallen asleep with it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and close out the show. And yeah, I can start a show for just a little bit, and then I'll just get. I have to get stuff ready for tomorrow anyway. Yeah, so I got twenty thirty minutes. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll find someone to pass it to. Not me. Not Russ. I'm headed to bed, man. Me too. Okay. 
But, uh, this was appreciate fun the show, while Scott. Great, great show, man. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Nice. Yeah, thank you for coming. We we had we had some fun conversations, some serious <laughs> conversations, and ridiculous ones. It's that's the best part of every show. <laughs> yeah, good. Really good. So, so okay. Well, we'll so yeah. Th- thank you, uh, Sue yeah, George. Yeah, thank you for being here the whole time. Awesome, oh, man. No problem. Hey, the man, the myth, the legend. You got to do, Scott. You ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> oh, I, 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 check, I, check me out in the morning on the. Uh, check me out on the old man show in the morning, ten a.m. Eastern. I'll be absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, well, speaking of Gidget, I'm gonna go ahead and and play this as the closing song and. Um, and uh yeah i'll, I'll see you guys I'll, i might start a show for a little bit and we'll gather the after the hours why, why i close up all my other stuff oh you feel better soon brett yes brett get well soon see you Fargo, the new oh. virtual assistant from wells Fargo. of course i got a commercial feel better my brother Fargo. what did i spend on groceries this month Hey, Dad, can the guy stay for dinner? No. Want Thank faster, you. easier banking? You can with Wells Fargo. I'm happy to report that falling in love was as easy and natural as learning how to surf. From the moment we met, we knew we were meant for each other. Get lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget the first time he told me he loved me. Hey, what was your name again? <laughs> you know something? You are kind of cute. If you're in doubt about angels being real, I can arrange to change any doubts you feel. Wait till you see my gadget. You want her for your Valentine? You're gonna say she's all that you adore, but stay away. Gadget has spoken for you. That gadget is mine. Night, night. Later. Good fight. Good night.